Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four! It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. Zombie, yes. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, here it is, a Monday, the 27th day of November, 2023. I hope you had a great long weekend. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That's Nikki D. That is me. And there is Nelson. Good morning. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Use that to get in on the text machine. Uh, Get our podcast on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com. And, of course, give us a like, share, follow on social at Listen to the BS and on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. The BS Saves Christmas uh, as we creep up on the event Friday, December 8th. All those details on uh, our Facebook page in which there is an event that we hope that you click the button that says, uh, what does it say, going, not attending. It says going and interested. Yes. They don't give you an option of, hell no, I ain't going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going and interested. Uh, so hopefully you are going. But uh, more stuff keeps getting added to the goodies that you can win. Uh, it's all going to benefit the Lost But Not Forgotten charity. And we'll get into uh, that throughout. the. Well, we're going to be you know shoving it down your throats for the next couple of weeks because we need you to show up to Four Score Coffee House uh, there off of Lincoln Street in Roseville. We got tickets for the Rolling Stones. That's a big four-pack of tickets. See the Rolling Stones at Levi Stadium. Uh, for the Hackney Diamonds Tour, Wednesday, July 17th, courtesy of AEG. Uh, that's a huge ticket right there. This yes. is, this you know, and any time a band, well, just take away the caliber of the, the Rolling Stones. I mean, you can't argue with how successful they are, but they're old. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. they, it, I said this to their last tour. I was like, you better go see them now. Because it could be, you know, and they're what? I mean, 70-some years old. Well, and to be fortunate enough that we have all of them. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and here's the thing. They're, 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 uh, they're anomalies. <laughs> they're anom- yeah. They're anomalies. They, there is not another artist that I can think of uh, at that age that can perform like they can perform. Now, I learned what an anomaly was because of Finding Nemo. Right. What What I will say this, and if you're watching the games on Thanksgiving, Dolly Parton's performance was awesome. <laughs> That's you what are, everybody was talking about. Was awesome. It like, was all boned up about Dolly Parton when we got over to that uh, the Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> I didn't know how much I needed Dolly Parton in a Dallas Cowboys. And by the way, I despise the Dallas Cowboys. I didn't know how much I needed Dolly Parton in a Dallas Cowboys cheerleading outfit until that Thanksgiving game. <laughs> you know. Do you not have a crush on her? Uh, no, it's not a crush. It's just like, you know, you sit there and, like, everybody's a Dolly fan. Like, you're sure. not a diehard Dolly fan, but you are you can appreciate the music, right? Yes. It's Dolly Parton. Right. But she's 70, I don't know. I don't know what her age is. 70, 76. 70 something years old. That takes balls to be on national television, put that outfit on, and by the way, look better than a lot of the cheerleaders that are in their 20s wearing that outfit. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's 77, but she still looks good. 70? Looks, looks 77. Doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. She looks fantastic. Yes. Now, granted, she's not performing like Mick. She was, no. it was, it was, a, she was holding on to the stuff when she was walking around the stage. Uh, but, you know, again, she's 76. Mm-hmm. But I like, I like seeing if you can do it or if you can still do it, then still do it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have to act this whatever stereotypical 76-year-old age. No. You don't have to go out there wearing a muumuu, you know, got your pocketbook and your rubbers on your feet. You don't have to do any of that don't stuff. don't remember, what, what was his name, Jack LaLanne? You remember him? The juice guy? He was like in the 80s, he was 80-something, and he was like powerlifting stuff, and he was like selling. He was oh, one so of the, the, the first is like to sell the, the, the juice this juice, and you're going to look, look like me. He had the big bushy eyebrows. I think it was Jack LaLanne was his name. I thought that was a woman that sold clothes. Isn't, isn't Well, he doesn't sell clothes. I <laughs> know. Oh, I thought Jacqueline Lane was No, a, Jack Lillane. Okay, because there was a Jacqueline There's Lane. Jacqueline, somebody, you're right. That sold women's clothing that my mother used to always <laughs> talk about. But I think it was for big girls. If oh, memory okay. serves, okay, I could be wrong, but anyway, Dolly Parton was awesome. Rolling Stones, awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll have those tickets. We're uh, we'll do generally speaking closer to nine o'clock, not eight o'clock this morning because we'll have Neil, uh, Neil McDonough. If uh, all goes well, he's going to join the program. I like, I love Neil McDonough. Same. I, I th- he is one of the best. Um, Bad guys. Oh, he's got a such a punchable face. Like when you I, know what I mean? when I saw him on uh, Yellowstone, you know, but just like Walking Tall, mm-hmm. you know, when he, I mean, pick you, up, pick you, up. you name the movie, he's you know he's been right. in it, but he's always a bad guy. And yes. the crazy thing about Neil McDonough is he is a diehard Catholic. Like I mean, he is an extremely religious person mm-hmm. to the point where he won't do sex scenes in movies. Because of his beliefs, yeah, turning down paydays. He, he's turned down paydays yeah. before. Absolutely, good for him. Um, and but he has got that face where he is just like you want to hate him. Yep, he is so good that face when he's looking down and the rock throws the two by four up at the window and he <laughs> looks down and he goes, "Yes, this changes things." Right, <laughs> and he walks away. <laughs> this is good. So you guys uh, came over for Thanksgiving. <clears throat> And you didn't say uh, which turkey was better, mine or my wife's? I like both of them, but I, I am going to say that I did like yours more. Okay, thank you. I'm hey, big hey. on Cajun, so I did. You know what's funny? <laughs> Is that you're not the only person that said that that was over. I mean, mm-hmm. not like there was a lot of people. <laughs> I was about to say, who else said it? But there was. Don. <laughs> right, Don. Don. <laughs> Neighbor Don. I, I can neither confirm nor deny. That's oh, fair. Okay. That's fair. I wouldn't want to get. I, sh- I apologize, Don. I shouldn't have said your name. Because. <laughs> I don't want to. He was a very nice man. I was. I was told to keep my mouth shut. That's fair. He's a gentleman. But now, if Rachel's turkey would have beat my smoked Cajun peach turkey, her traditional turkey, I think everybody would have not not have had a problem on Thanksgiving saying, "Oh, Rachel's turkey's a lot better," because it's Mm -hmm. woman man type thing. Like she got in the kitchen and did all that cooking. You don't want to say, "Oh, somebody else's was better than what you did." So you just want to be nice and polite to the ladies. That's why. Oh, okay, well, I didn't cook the turkey. My well, turkey. That's all you cooked. She cooked everything else. That is not true. What else did you cook? I helped out. Like it's a thing with our family. Like I get up in the morning and I help out. You know, I mean, I, I do. I mean, that like it's a family affair. Like cooking breakfast and putting it out, and then you know, what do you need? I'm kind of her little helper in the kitchen and all that stuff. Well, okay, I, I stand correct that you helped, but I'm just saying, you want to be polite even, to the ladies who who work hard in the kitchen on Thanksgiving. Even the way normally. she said helped, 
it felt like she doesn't really believe you helped. Didn't it? Did you I mean, hear the no. way she said it? You helped. You don't believe that it helped? I mean, you probably handed her some stuff. Sure. Please. You probably gave her a spoon or, Please. you know, Please. a pot. I don't Please. know. Please. You're, you're, you're talking uneducated right sure. now. Please. Oh, okay. I, 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 well, are you in my kitchen every Thanksgiving? I'm not in your kitchen every Thanksgiving. Okay, I've then. been around you quite a bit, so I helps. Okay, if you help, you helped. Okay. That's well, all I'm, I'm saying. True. We've been together for about, what, 12 years, mm-hmm. and I've helped just about every year. Okay. So I'm glad you know more about my life than I, I do. I, I really, really helped, find that very helped. interesting. I said that. I when I look at her face, and I look at her face, and she's like, "I know." Right. I don't know how you know these things, but you don't know these things. Okay, I promise I you. I said you helped. I'm a big helper in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I, I wear a schmuck. Smock. I think it's a, a smock. Yeah, smock. You are a schmuck. I, it is a smock. I wear a smock, but I am a smock. No. The way around. No, the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Understood. I got a leather one. I got. I got a leather one. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, a couple things from Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> what? I just, I hope that we have time to get to your signature. Couple of things. I don't know why you find the signature drink so funny. Well, because it's so hilarious. I didn't say signature drink. <laughs> I swear to God you said signature drink. He I, definitely did. I offered, I offered the table a drink and I was more than willing to make the drink. Believe it or not, I was going to help make the drink and uh and nikki i knew would take me up on this drink mm-hmm. which is just uh prosecco and uh, saint germain with a candy cane in there it's not nothing fancy okay i guess i had never heard of saint germain me either so when he said my signature drink i, I didn't say signature <laughs> drink. i definitely did or you said holiday drink you said something i like don't know that. i okay, feel like so, it was signature okay so we don't know if i said signature we, we can agree on that signature I felt like it was signature or either uh, holiday. Either. One or the other. That's Stop not saying sh- holiday. That's not sure. He, not- said he named the drink. Yeah, he, he I'm going to say that. I swear he to God. He didn't say, oh, do you want Prosecco and St. Germain? No, no. He named the drink. I thought the name of the drink was a St. Germain. It sounded holiday. It sounded signature. It sounded religious. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, he's going to come back with a St. Germain. I don't know what that is, but I'm excited to see it. I heard a bottle of Prosecco pop, and then he brought out a glass of Prosecco. I go... Did you just call a glass <laughs> of champagne a Saint Germain? So because you didn't understand, uh-uh, I guess that's why it's so funny. Well, that's hilarious to me because <laughs> it just was a bottle of prosecco and, and it comes out and, and it's got oh it was that plus the fact that it's literally just a candy cane. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. I don't know how I don't I, know what you expected either. I don't know, but just the way it sat in there, I was like. This man is just throwing things together. Like, it's just stuff he had laying around. Now, I might have said this. I might have said I make this during the holidays because that's the only time I drink it. That's fair. You know. Okay. I, you know what? Maybe you did say that. Because that is true. Maybe I, you did say I that. only drink that during the holidays. Because I did hear holiday. I know I heard holiday at some point in this. So you're right. Maybe that's what you said. Because that's a candy cane. That makes sense. Right? <laughs> I think it's because the candy cane was like a regular sized candy cane, and then the glass wasn't like the glass was shorter than the candy cane. It was a champagne cup, right? So, or like, flute. I think I expected the candy cane to like perfectly hang on the edge of the glass, and it was just the hook of the candy cane was just like sticking out above the glass, just kind of rattling, like it fell in on accident. You have a lot of expectations for this drink. <laughs> I mean, your but, signature Saint Germain. Okay, stop saying signature. Never said signature. <laughs> Never, ever, ever. But like, then we found out he left some stuff out. So it probably is signature once you add the crushed up 
peppermints and stuff mm. the way that, you know, Ariel said it's supposed to be made. Well, that's that was Rach taking my signature drink. I mean, my <laughs> holiday drink to the next level. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. It was good, though. I will say that. Not my signature drink. Mm -mm. At that point, it's not yours anymore. Yeah. No. She's messing your signature up. But if I did have one, that would be it. (laughs) I would put my signature on that drink. Absolutely. There's a couple other things I thought I was going to get to here, but I did not. (laughs) Oh, my God. That candy cane. You no longer can have a candy cane in my house. He didn't have one. Only I did. Right. It was delicious. Yeah. But it made the drink, did it, huh? It did. Right. And then you watch it kind of disappear in the drink? Uh Uh-huh. And the peppermint was great for my throat. Eventually, it was the perfect size candy cane for the glass. It was. It (laughs) melted down. It's like fascinating, like a body glove shirt. You know, you put your hand on it, and you see your handprint. You're like, mind blown. Look at the candy cane. It disappears. (laughs) (laughs) This must be someone's signature drink. (laughs) 916-909-0985. I'll finish up the dinner BS Saves Christmas. More details there. Today's Cyber Monday. See what's happening in the world. If this is, you know, like did a little, sh- did a lot of, sh- did a lot of shopping over the weekend. I- I- I'm getting them all confused. I-, I don't think there's a Black Friday, a Small Business Saturday, a pre-Christmas shopping, a Cyber Monday anymore. I think it's all just do whatever you want to do. It. And there's no deals. You know <laughs> right. I mean? There's no right. deals. Right. Target got called out for that. Oh, we'll tell that you about hilarious. that here in a minute. All right, hang on. We've got two weeks to get you excited about our big live show, uh, the big live broadcast at Four Score Coffee House. It is the BS Saves Christmas 2023. <laughs> 327 Lincoln Street in Roseville. Uh, so the details are up on, uh, there's a Facebook event at Listen to the BS. It's pinned to the top. Uh, but this is all to benefit Lost But Not Forgotten. Uh, whose goal is to identify and adopt teens and kids in the Roseville area plus surrounding areas. They're just experiencing a uh, temporary hardship, and they're just not getting that normal Christmas that most of us will have. Now, that's not fair, right? Everybody deserves a nice Christmas, and it's pretty simple. We're just asking for gift cards, board games, puzzles, makeup sets, scarves, gloves, beanie sets, socks, you know, those, those types of things, you know, We'll take anything, but those are the things that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So over the long weekend, got a few messages, which was very nice and, 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 and very made me very happy because I had mentioned briefly before we went on break, uh, if any businesses, because businesses are always looking to collect for someone. Mm-hmm. If you would like to help us out, uh, just you know, collect some stuff at the office, throw it in a box, give us a call on the air, let us thank your business and then bring it to the live broadcast. And there were a few businesses that reached out to the show, which I appreciate. So hopefully uh, y'all will give us a call either today or sometime this week and tell us what you're doing so people that go to your business can maybe look at it as a drop-off location. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that all being said, Fourscore Coffee House and Luke and the great people that work there, they don't normally, I know this is like a Roseville hangout, and people are going, dude, they don't open till 7. You guys are going to have problems. Well, he's opening <clears throat> an hour early <clears throat> for us. And if you donate, you get a free cup of uh, coffee nice. and a $10 gift card to Four Score. So that's cool. Yes, and they have great pumpkin cake. Loved it. Yeah, they get good little desserts. Yes. And, I mean, uh, breakfast stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you to win just by donating, we have a signed Mammoth guitar. 
Uh, we have a big green egg package. We've got tons and tons of tickets. New stuff is being added. Uh, just added is one signature hydrofacials, like a $200 value. Oh, I saw that. From Enjoy Restored Health and Aesthetics. So the ladies love this hydrofacial, I guess. Okay. This yes, is, this facials is a, are everything. This is a big to-do, the hydrofacial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, fellas, just looking at it this way. You come out and you donate, and let's say you win the hydrofacial, You've taken care of your lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's going to love you for that. For the holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but we're going to have tickets for like Duran Duran, Billy Idol. Well, you double down. You're you're giving short shrift to the fact that he's also going to have a coffee card to go with the hydrofacial, so you're going to have a whole day of it. Right. Yeah. Ooh. You're, you're going to have a big to-do. You know what I mean? She got her little pumpkin cake, get herself a nice uh, mocha chocolate yaya, and then she goes off to get the hydrofacial. All yes. in one. And, and I got something in the mail. I said that more stuff will be added to that list that- Later on this week, um, make sure you're following us on social because I'll probably post something later tonight uh, about what I received in the mail from one of the biggest rock bands in the past 20 years that has sent to me for you. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's it's actually real, like to the point where one of them I said, you know what, I think we only need to give one of these away. That's fair. <laughs> you want to keep the other one? <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but I did say I, I did have that thought in my head. Uh, American spends $9.8 billion online Black Friday this year. They said it was up. I saw a news report that spending this year has been up. So what we're going through, I mean, everybody thinks that, uh, you know, we possibly have avoided the, the recession, I guess, depends on who you mm-hmm. talk to. Uh, inflation, that's that's real. That's a thing. But the fact of the matter is, is people are making more money. So with making more money, people feel like they can spend more. The problem is, is everything's more expensive. Mm -hmm. So it's really just the same as you were five years ago. Right. But the, you know, perception reality type of thing, $9.8 billion on Black Friday. That's big. That's, 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 that's a, that's a nice little bump. And then on Thanksgiving day, people ate turkey and then went online and spent almost $6 billion. Jeez, wow. that is a lot of money. I feel so good that I'm not in that number. I didn't buy one item Black Friday, nothing. I, I, I went, well, we'll talk about this later, going to the mall and the decorations and stuff, but I did some shopping over the weekend, like just kind of nitpicking, going online, because the, the Cyber Monday, which is today, it like everything kind of meshes together. There's not mm-hmm. that... A know, break. The, yeah, the Black Friday thing is maybe kind of a thing of the past of... The excitement of going out to the stores. Just standing in lines and all the people and hurrying up to be in there so you can get the item because it's going to go fast. And you know what ruined that? Is people People fighting? Well, yeah, that too. But people being able to shop on Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because as much as I liked to go out Thanksgiving evening Mm -hmm. and do it, you know, I'm glad that they had three football games. But the fact that... The, well, the argument was is stop making these people work on Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, that was argument. And you're not making anyone work, but if the opportunity's there and you need the money, it's one of those kind of charcoal gray areas, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, well, of course I'm going to work. So then businesses were like, no, we're just shutting down. Mm-hmm. And, and then they were going to just open up really, really early on Fridays. That's when I used to go. Well, that's what I'm saying. That traditionally was the gimmick, mm-hmm. is you'd get up at like four in the morning on Friday and it was exciting. Yep. You'd camp out. And you'd wait for your thing, and you get it. Be in the it. car, have your coffee ready to go. And it was a deal. But this year, I got to be honest with you, I, I didn't see anything online that blew me away. Uh, nope. When I was at the mall uh, on Black Friday, I didn't see anything that blew me away. Um, I know Target's getting beat up on on social media <laughs> because people found the original prices for. 
things that they had yep. that were allegedly on sale for Black mm-hmm. Friday, and they were the same price. Yeah, they just added a card in there on the display that said Black Friday deal. That's how I felt about a, a lot of stuff that I was looking at, on even on Amazon. Like, I went to look at uh, something on there, and I'm like, this is the same price that always is, so this isn't a, a discounted price. I can just buy it anytime. I saw this one guy online. He said, imagine as millennials are becoming grandparents that we're going to have to try and explain to Generation Alpha and everything after that how Black Friday used to be such a big deal that people would die on it. Yeah. Yeah. They get caught. Have you those pictures and videos of people getting caught under the gates? Uh huh. Of like Best Buy and Walmart as they're yeah. opening up the big garage doors and <laughs> they would fall down on them. <laughs> people, <laughs> you know, the news people would be in the middle and it was like a friendly brawl. Mm-hmm. It was like, this woman got the last television and just one black eye. Right. I can remember the first brawl I ever saw for a Black Friday. I was like, this is amazing. Like, it was great to see. Uh Wanted to get out of there, but it was great to be able to see it. So I'm going to putz around. You know, there's still certain things that I, you like, you kind of have to know what you're going to get, I guess. And there are certain things, like I'm getting from my mother that, you know, I was looking for. I was like, that's not really a deal. Like, Black Friday and and Cyber Money and stuff kind of irritate me because all that says I promise you, businesses aren't losing money on these sales. Right? Mm-hmm. But all it tells you is this is what you really can pay for something mm-hmm. in you know March. Yes, right. That's mm-hmm. how much of a you know, when you get big deals like Black Friday and Cyber Monday. All that's telling you is how much you're getting jobbed the eleven <laughs> the, the 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 eleven and a half months or the ten and a half months out of the year. Mm-hmm. That's what it's telling you. You know, but I didn't see anything. I mean, I guess there's stuff out there that. You know, you can do it. I know a lot of people are, or a lot of places are doing pay now or pay buy now, pay later. Really? Yeah, there's um, there's an online company that but they give it to you still. I mean, you got to sign your life away, but they don't check your credit. The, the, there's you haven't seen these like online. They have a lot of them. There's these online companies that allow you to Amazon does it, too, I think. That you buy it and then you can pay in installments. Oh, like the afterpays and all that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those. I thought you were saying you can do that in the store. Well, I'm sure you can. It's called a, a layaway, right? Well, but they don't or give rain- you the they don't give you the item on layaway. Yeah, no. Oh, they don't. No, no, no. no layaway no. is I want to buy this. If they put it in the back and then you pay you it off and then you get it when you've paid it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, so if you don't pay it off by Christmas, you're SOL. Yeah, yep. You ain't picking it up. Oh, that's that's, that's how that works. Sucks to wake up Christmas morning and be like, look. Daddy getting paid on Friday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next Friday. Right. <laughs> so we're going to do this again. But for right now, you're getting a flashlight. <laughs> Santa's just a little late this year. Santa's, <laughs> Santa's running a little pop. Just a little late. Price of gas in this economy? Sa- mm-hmm. Santa's a paycheck late. So. <laughs> Price of reindeer food? We're going to keep the tree up a little bit longer this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, ain't nobody taking that tree right down He's anyway. coming back. He skipped us. It was an back. accident. He's coming back. That's uh... <laughs> blame it on your kid. I look, if if you would have cut those bushes, he would have seen the address. No, if you would have went to bed on time like I told you, he would have right. skipped over us and forgot to come back. That's a great lesson to be learned. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't such a dick this year. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe Santa would have had this on time. <laughs> wink wink to your wife. <laughs> that was good parenting, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. First round of headlines. Two big stories from today. What you got? I'm going to tell you how locally thieves are being tricked and why a man was thrown out of Disney. All right. We'll get your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's headlines. 
Sunday's top two. Headlines. Hey, first round of headlines. Thanks to our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. Being a porch pirate may blow up in your face this year. H1. The holiday season is here, and so is the threat of many packages getting stolen. The Sacramento Police Department is highlighting a year-round initiative to prevent porch pirates and package thefts. And it's not just the Sacramento Police Department, also Citrus Heights, and I'm sure a few other police departments uh, locally in the area are setting up these uh, bait packages. What that is is they're going to put a bait package on your porch with a GPS tracker on it, and as soon as a thief steals it, the police are going to be able to track the package to that person and hopefully arrest them. Now, the only thing that I wasn't able to find out is how do you know if the police is sending one of these packages to your home? So if anybody knows the answer to that question, I would love to know how you know that you're going to get the package. Some of the things that they are advising, though, in order to prevent theft as you're going through this holiday season is to get you a ring doorbell camera or have your packages delivered somewhere where you can be have it locked up or picked up. Yeah, well, going back to the, like, are you randomly selected? That's what I'm wondering. Like, it doesn't tell you how you know if you're going to get the bait package or how you know if the police is going to send it. It doesn't give you any of that information. I, I mean, like, if I'm my packages aren't getting stolen, I don't think I want to sign up for that program. Me either. Because right. <laughs> you're going to have to just um, sure leave it out on your porch. Right. It's like, we have a rat problem in your area. We're going to use your house as the place that we're going to put all the poison at. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank right. you. I appreciate it. You know, I, I have a problem. It just, just the last two days, uh, my house, my garage door keeps opening on its own. Oh, no. Oh, nope. that would freak me out. Yeah. And I don't, I tried to fix it. You know, I'm Googling and I tried, I got to get a garage door guy out there because my wife is freaked out. You know, so like last two nights, it's been one of those really crappy sleeps mm-hmm. because, you know, if it opens, you know, I can control with my phone. Right. So if it opens, I get a notification. But with this new iOS update, it's changed the sound and I don't know how to change the sound oh. back. So instead of it's like a nah, 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 or something like that, it goes, Bing. I'm going, oh, dude. So, so you can't enough. hear it. So it, It's very Dang. difficult. Like you'll if, if, if you have your phone and you're up in sound mind body, you'll hear it. But if I'm going to sleep, I'm mm-hmm. not going to hear it. So all last night, I'm just like checking my phone. I'm up every hour. My biological clock is just checking my phone. Uh, and I'm like, oh, my God, can you imagine? And and I just put a – well, I don't want to tell you where my cameras are, but mm. I got cameras everywhere. <laughs> and so I'm going, what am I going to do? You know, all my guns are in jail, you know, yep. because I got to wait for the, the, the whole thing in the state of California. I got to wait to get them and, and get them out and my CCW and all that stuff. So I'm like – I'll lock the door, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Put a note in there. Don't steal anything, please. <laughs> don't come in my garage. Thank don't, you. Don't. Yeah, I, I learned I learned the other day, I went to go uh, put some outgoing mail. We, we don't have mailboxes in my neighborhood. We just have one of those big silver you know, mm-hmm. things you know, mm-hmm. with the key and stuff. And there was no place to put the mail. And I find out the reason why we don't, I have to walk down the street to do it to some another area where there's mailboxes. Uh-huh. A couple years ago, G.I. Don, who was at Thanksgiving dinner, they caught some dude with a pickaxe trying to break into the mailbox, what? trying to get the outgoing mail. So they they took it away from us, and it's been like five years. They haven't given us an outgoing mail in our neighborhood. That's weird. Dang. So they're gonna walk down the street to get. Like, this is the problem with you people that steal all the time. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta walk like hundred yards to send my mail out. Oh, God. 
We got bait packages going on in people's houses. We do. Because, you know, get a job. Well, I love how they stole that idea from, like, YouTubers. Right. There's a guy who has a, that he's perfected it every year. He does a different bait package. The most recent one has four cell phone cameras in it. It sprays that awful body odor spray constantly. As soon as you lift the lid off of it, it takes pictures and uploads them to the cloud, sends GPS updates. Isn't that the confetti, too? And then spins a fan full of confetti across. It will fill an entire apartment. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember when he started doing that. Oh, my God. That's pretty badass. All right, second story. Disney guests were shocked to see a naked man on display. H2. Oh, my God. break all the stuff oh my god he's gonna fall dude. he's gonna break all the stuff there was a streaker who stripped down at the disney ride it's a small world and he's a young a young younger guy he's only 26 mm-hmm. years old the ride temporarily stopped for something and he got out of his boat climbed onto the display starts taking his clothes off he he eventually gets all the way down to being completely naked the police when they arrest him to take him out they have him like hog tied and they're carrying him out of the park. He's still completely nude. Out of, no idea why he did it. Out of, this is how stupid this guy is. Out of all the rides, you really want to show your junk on a ride called It's a Small World? Exactly. <laughs> like, Come on, have man. some cooth. Horrible. Have some cooth. Right. Have a little, Have a, you know, like, I'm not well endowed, you know, but I'm not going to go, well, first of all, I wouldn't do anything like that, but right. if I were to do something like that, I don't even want to make it a bigger deal. The Matterhorn. Is that still a ride? You know what I mean? Something. Pick any ride. But it's a small world. (laughs) After all, I don't understand why people are going to Disney and doing stuff like this. Going to Disney, period, is not cheap. So you paid all that money to get in just to go to jail? I don't understand it. And a sex crime. Like (laughs) People, when they streak like the Super Bowl now, they don't get all the way naked. They get down to, like, some flesh-colored underpants. That way you're not getting the extra charge of having to register as an offender for the rest of your life. Yep. Well, and also we could, you know, go back a few years and think about how that's going to affect some child that's there. yeah. You know, I mean, like, when we used to care about other people, you know, instead of trying to get your likes and shares. But were you getting likes and shares, though? He looked like something was wrong with him. He looked like he was out of his mind. Probably drunk. Well, no, you can't drink at Disney. I mean, you can drink before you go in. Well, that's, is that really what you want to do if you're tanked? Is spend X amount of dollars? No! Oh, oh, no. <laughs> that's why you never see somebody high committing a crime like on weed. Right. right? Because the, la- the last thing they want to do is anything of activity. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? They want to chill. I mean, they might get busted for taking an extra plate at a Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you could put a price on happiness, what number... Would it be? Have you had this conversation before? Usually people have. Uh, what would be your number? 916-909-0985. I can tell you, according to the experts, they have actually put a price on happiness. And it kind of varies depending on the generation. All right. Get to that here in a minute. Hang on. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. And there is a healthy Nelson. Mm-hmm. Kyle on the other side of the glass, your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can use that to get on the text machine as well. In about an hour, if all goes well, uh, Neil McDonough will join the program uh, promoting his new movie, The Shift. I am a Neil McDonough fan. He's uh, starring in that with Sean Astin. 
and Neil McDonough, um, Yellowstone, Walking Tall, Captain America, Minority Report, you name it, he's a bad guy, and he's mm-hmm. a good one. He's a really, really good bad guy. So we'll push Generally Speaking, which we normally do at 8 until 9, and that's when you can win those tickets for the Rolling Stones, four-pack of tickets for the Rolling Stones, which, by the way, I read this morning, kid you not, that concert is sponsored by AARP. That's yes. not a joke. No, that's not a joke. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. You know, I mean, because they are AARP members. Mick's 80, Keith is 80, or he'll be 80 in December. Ronnie is uh, 76. He's the youngster in the group. Isn't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that brilliant? Yes. AARP, because, I mean, the fans of the Rolling Stones, I mean, you have all, of all ages, but they're going to be around the same age. Yes. This could possibly be your grandparents or your parents' last concert. Oh, why you can say it like that? Well, I mean, because. It's fine to frame it. That so it ha- what happens when you're old? You no, die. I get it. It's fine to frame it as it might be the Stones' last concert, but don't don't bring Grandma and Grandpa. <laughs> well, if Grandma and Grandpa are ninety, and they're That's going fair. to the concert, which is badass, by the way. Yes, it could possibly be their last concert. Mm-hmm. You know? And something else I read that I thought was uh, interesting with this story is if you are AARP member, you get to get your tickets two days before they go on sale. Look at that! <laughs> well, you'll need that much time Perks. to figure out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Perks of Technology. being old. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't say that as a negative. I no, say that I as a you. positive. I, I think, think that's positive. great. You're lucky to grow old. My mother wasn't, so Absolutely. yeah, she made it to 56. Yeah, you're lucky to be 80 and on stage yeah. mm-hmm. filling out stadiums, and you're even luckier, in my opinion, to be that same age and going to a concert mm-hmm. and being able to enjoy it. I think it's awesome. Uh, I.e. Dolly Parton. Yeah. How much is happiness? If you could put a price on happiness, what amount of money would you need by the way, before before we, we have this conversation, let me make a statement. For those that don't believe money buys happiness, you're stupid. It does. And if you have uh, problems upstairs and you think that it causes those, you now have enough money for a therapist. A really good right. one. So money money makes the world go around. Money paves the way to happiness. Yes. I don't think money in and of itself makes you happy. I like the way you put that. Well, okay. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. You know there's a lot of rich, miserable MFers out Absolutely. there. You know what I mean? Like, But that's their choice. I mean, it's a lot easier to be happy oh, agreed. W- when you have money. Yes. I mean, b- if they're miserable with money, if and, and if money is making you miserable, that's on you. Mm-hmm. It's not the money's fault. Money doesn't do that. I mean, money's innocent. Money's innocent. <laughs> they say more money, more problems, though. No, that one person true. said that. Yeah. And he's dead. <laughs> Well, so obviously, he had a lot of money. Yeah, he didn't make him happy. So many problems. All right, so Nikki, how much uh, would you put as far as a dollar sign on happiness? There's a number. They have a number now. I would say a hundred million dollars. I'd be happy. Oh my God, Jesus! Really? Would take that much? Yeah, just for everything, not worrying anymore. Everything's covered. Money's not an issue. That's what I need. That is the definition of high maintenance. Like, oh, oh you God. said what's my number that I would be really happy. How can you even wrap your head around $100 million? Because that's what made me happy. What I wouldn't you... have to worry about money or anything anymore. I would be able to live fine the rest of my life. Well, you know, you can dumb that down a lot and still yeah. be happy. Well, you asked me my number. Okay, what's the lowest number? <sighs> okay, $50 million. Jesus. Okay. Wow, you are bougie. Yeah, Nelson. See, I got this number from John Goodman in a movie, and I've always like I've always been drawn to this. It's a movie called The Gambler, but mm-hmm. he's sitting across from uh, uh, what's his name, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yep, Marky Mark. 
And he says $2.5 million is what you call FU money because it will buy you a, a really good house. It'll buy you a decent car. And then you put the rest of that money into savings and into the stock market and live off of the dividends. And that's the kind of money that you can tell anybody to F off. I'm not doing it. If I want to work, I can work. If I don't want to work, I'm fine. I don't think that's enough. Well, the financial people, you're, if you have a financial advisor, mm-hmm. the, 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 the sweet spot is $5 million. Okay, I can okay, see that. Okay, to have $5 Because you have to remember. This was a 10-year-old movie. Yeah, inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till the Gambler 2 comes out. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, a financial advisor would tell you the sweet spot is $5 million. Now, I know it sounds astronomical uh, to me as well, right? I mean, that's that's a large number uh, to, to achieve. But once you have that money, you the goal is to not be in any debt house car mm-hmm. credit cards what have you uh your kids all taken care of and and that comes from that money and to live off of the dividends which you know you have to look between 6 and 12 depending on what the market's doing so you know for every million dollars uh or I'm sorry for every $100,000 you get $1,000 give or take in dividends okay. so do the math from there does that make sense? Yeah, but it doesn't seem like a lot. You couldn't live off of, uh, um, uh, well, let's do the math. So if you if you have a million, if you have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank, mm-hmm. and you're getting a thousand dollars a month, okay. So if you have a million dollars in the bank, and you get ten thousand dollars, you ten thousand dollars a month. Yes, a thousand dollars. No. Okay, but that's a million dollars. I know. Not that you don't need. I know numbers aren't your thing, but fifty million dollars is like like you're living large. Oh my god! I mean, that's like that's, that's you're buying a jet with fifty you're, million. You're buying, yeah, you're and buying, I want a jet. You're buying an island. So when they did this, they asked most Americans what number would make them happy, and they kind of broke it down by generation. Uh, generation. So most Americans, fifty nine percent, think money can buy happiness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's more than half. On average, Americans say they'd need about one point two million dollars to achieve happiness. It doesn't say 1.2 after everything's paid or 1.2 that's loose. Right. Is it liquid assets they're talking about? I have a million and two in the bank or I just, my net worth is a million two. Because it, and it all depends on your lifestyle too, right? I mean, if mm-hmm. you want to live large like Nikki, that's not going to work. <laughs> no. If you want to live comfortably and, like Nelson. and pay your bills and move about your life and being able to, hey, you know what? Today I want Starbucks. And yeah. tonight I want to go to Dragon Bow at Sky River. You know, I want to fly to Hawaii. Yeah, for a weekend. That's right. And just this year. I'm yep. not doing it every weekend. Yeah. You you might be able to That's get away with it. trip this year. Yes. Okay. Then they break it down uh, depending on age groups. So millennials need it the most at 1.7 million. Mm. Gen Z were the least. They were just under 500,000. Which is interesting because you look at how how generations value a dollar. Sure. Right? Millennials, uh, well, let me finish this. Boomers need a million. Gen Xers a bit over 1.2. Then they've got the gender with women would be happy with 880,000. Men would want 1.5 million. Uh, and then they've got some other things that they broke down where on average a salary, what would make you happy? They said a salary of 284,000 would translate to happiness with men 
need wanting more at 381 and women way less at 183. Mm. Millennials, on the other hand, out of all the generations, they want it big money. They want it five and a quarter. That's how much millennials want to make a year, which is great to have goals. But then you ask yourself, are they obtainable goals? No. And are they based off of how you grew up watching all these people on the Internet make crazy money? Which, by the way, is the same thing of when us Gen Xers grew up and saw people become professional athletes, yep. not realizing it's the less than 1%. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, anybody can make money on the Internet. And pro- more people probably make money, good money on the Internet than are professional athletes. Mm-hmm. But for you to be that six-year-old kid on YouTube that makes $20 million a year, oh, it's... Far it, few and in between. Yeah, way far few and in between. You know, I mean, it's kind of silly. Uh, and then they talk about retiring. People on average want to retire at 63. Gen Z are the most ambitious and looking to retire at the age of 54. That was my target goal, 54. Always was. I heard 54, It like it's a great idea to have that, but I heard retiring at 54 leaves people off, more often more miserable because your peer group can't, um, well, here, can't relate. Here's the thing. I would say my generation X and on, there's not going to be a such thing as retirement. Sure. Like retirement is literally you do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe pick up a part-time gig at Home Depot. That might that's retirement. But retirement now, people I think will work up until the day they die because there's so much stuff to do on social media. You know, you can uh, when you retire from whatever your job was throughout your entire life, you go, "Okay, well, uh I've found a a thing on social media. I'm now making $1,000 a month or $5,000 a month or something mm-hmm. like that." So I don't think you'll I don't think people will ever retire. Those, those that day and age is gone, I I believe personally. Yeah. And older people now are finding out about streaming. I was uh on TikTok scrolling the other day and this older woman was on there and she found out that she can get paid from being on TikTok. <laughs> so she's sitting on there and she was like, Uh-huh. I, I just got paid on TikTok. I'm coming on here every day and I'm gonna be talking to y'all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Who grandma is this? And who put her on TikTok? But that's the, the if you've got a gimmick, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Old yeah. and cute. Yep. That's a gimmick. Yep. You know, and and TikTok has done, I thought, I think a really good job because, of of course, they get the backlash because of China Mm -hmm. and uh, getting your information and blah, blah, and all that stuff. But TikTok has started, I don't know if you've seen these commercials, and maybe they're just on YouTube TV or what, but they're running these commercials where the positives of TikTok. And they've got this one older gentleman who's a vet, Mm -hmm. and he, he raises money to get motorized like scooters and wheelchairs and stuff for other vets. injured vets. That's and his cool. granddaughter nice. put him on TikTok. Yeah, a lot of their grandkids are doing it. That mm-hmm. my they my sister didn't put my dad on TikTok. Well they do that because it's a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the thirty something, forty something white guys, not anything special mm-hmm. on social media. But you take an eighty five year old Cussing grandma. Cussing grandma. They're making oh my God, yes. bank on TikTok. Because that's what you want to see. It makes you yes. laugh. Yes. It's yes. funny. You know. So, uh, but five million is supposed to be the sweet spot. Five million. Now, now that's five million over like once you retire. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't necessarily if you don't have it now. A million is not enough to retire on. No, especially even if you not. retire at sixty-five. Imagine you do live to ninety. How much money are you gonna have left if you only had a million dollars? Well, when when you're done, you know, I mean, our time is ticking. All of us mm-hmm. for whatever we do for a living. Like, you know, especially, you know, a lot of my friends are, you know, blue collar workers that are out there doing their electricians, their plumbers, 
They're on job sites. They're doing tons of friends doing that, and they own their own businesses, and they do well. But when they get injured, that's a problem. They work through it. Mm-hmm. When they get sick, they they have to work through it. Right. There's no taking time off or vacation mm-hmm. unless you have a bunch of employees, and even then, they don't trust those employees to run their brand. No. To run their thing. You can never get an employee to run the company the way you would run your own company. So when they get to an age where they physically can't do these things anymore, are they gonna are are you gonna be okay? No, because my uncle's going through that right now. He's been blue collar his whole life. He's always work, 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 and now his hips messed up. Like he can barely walk. Mm-hmm. And his wife is having to like help him and support him because they won't even give him like disability through the government. Right. So when that happens to you, you're in a tough spot. You're paying for your own insurance. Mm-hmm. You're paying, you know, you, you have to do your own 401k. Yep. You have to do all of that. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of advantages of working for yourself. I loved it, you know, but there are a lot of extra little things that you got to deal with mm-hmm. that are a pain in the ass. Yeah. And unless you got somebody that's doing it for you, you know what I mean? Um, but these are, you know, all these numbers are. I think, like, I like numbers, and, and I like generational stuff, hence why we do that bit called Generally Speaking. But, you know, it's interesting to see the different generations and how they deem the value of a dollar. Mm-hmm. Millennials, I think, are the worst with understanding the value of a dollar. The Starbucks boom came with the millennial generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fine. I have no problem going and spending $7. Every day. Every day. Yeah, but some of that, isn't some of that on the boomers? Oh no, I don't think that. No, boomers will go to Seven Eleven. No, but I mean, get a like, ninety-nine cent cup of coffee. But I mean, the expectation of like salaries kept increasing and kept increasing and kept increasing, and then all of a sudden, the boomers have all the property. They have all of the you know all of the benefits. Some of them even still on pensions, things like that. And they'll, they'll say to a millennial, they'll go, "Oh, well, I I got a house. Why don't you have a house? Well, your house costs what?" Twenty thousand dollars in nineteen seventy six. Yeah, it's okay. paid off, by the way. Right, right, and it's paid <laughs> off. And then their argument to that is, well, we made less an hour. I go, but the gap was smaller then. Mm-hmm. Money went farther back then. Well, boomers are savers, passed down to Gen Xers for the most part. Mm-hmm. We're split fifty fifty. Millennials are not savers. They live each day like it's your last. Yep. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And that's what's going to get that generation in trouble is that when they decide to spend all their money because they think it's going to come in again and it doesn't, they're going to be like, oh, Stuck like Chuck. I should have listened to my grandpa mm-hmm. or even my mom or dad. You know, uh, Just added something new to the BS Saves Christmas or big live show on Friday, December 8th. If you don't know all the details, we'll get you those here in just a little bit. We all went out over the uh, long Thanksgiving weekend. And uh, I have a tradition each and every year for specific reasons on why I go to the mall. Uh, the busy, sh- the busiest shopping day of the year. Uh, went out. Some ob- observations mm-hmm. from all of us. I guess you guys went out too and mm-hmm. took pictures in front of the big tree. Yep. That was at the Galleria, right? Yeah, we went to Galleria. Yeah, so I figured you guys were at. All right. Uh, 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. Now. Now. Back to the BS. Powered by Sky River Casino. Sky's the limit. The BS on 98 Rock. Added some more freebies for you to win. Uh, the BS saves Christmas, even though that's not what it's all about. Our big live show, Friday, December 8th, will be out of the studio from 6A to 10A. That's the length of the show. 
We uh, will be set up at Four Score Coffee House in Roseville, 327 Lincoln Street. want you to make plans so we can meet you before the holidays kick in and so that we can uh, do our best to give these kids a, uh, a good Christmas. Not just a decent Christmas, a good Christmas. As we team up with Lost But Not Forgotten, uh, who is the beneficiary of, uh, of the broadcast, looking for gift cards, board games, puzzles, makeup sets, scarves, gloves, beanie sets, socks. And uh, I said this earlier, and I'll say it a lot more, uh, but over the weekend, the long weekend, I had some companies reach out to, uh, to me and, and say, hey, look, heard you talk about, it was funny because it's not branded, you know, because we are new. And we just got on the air with the BS Saves Christmas. So I think every person that messaged me, which, you know, wasn't a lot. It was like a handful of people, called it something different. Uh-huh. It was like, the BS is doing something with Christmas? <laughs> You're, the Saves Christmas thing. So it's fine. But uh, it's the BS Saves Christmas. And if you are a company and you want to, like, uh, get some of your employees, coworkers, to, to collect some of the items that we're looking for, you know, you can give us a buzz at any time. Uh, if you're a business that you know, like uh, that serves people, and you want people to come out and bring them to your business, maybe they can't make the live broadcast. That's cool too. But just let us know so we can let the the rest of the free world know. And you can call us at any time and do that nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. So when you come out and donate, you know, especially in the first hour, because Four Score is nor- normally not open that early. Uh, that first hour, if you donate, you'll get a free cup of coffee and a ten dollar gift card to Four Score Coffee. Uh, and then throughout the morning, we're giving away all kinds of concert tickets, Duran Duran, Idol, Billy Idol, uh, Brett Michaels, so on and so forth. And then we have some big, big prizes that you can win, like a signed mammoth guitar from Wolfgang himself, a big green egg package, uh, which is awesome. You know, the, and there's pictures of that on the Facebook event page. I believe I posted it up there. If not, I will. And then just added is one signature hydrofacial from Enjoy Restored Health and Aesthetics. So those are some big prizes for you coming out and, and helping out a good cause, in which I'm assuming you'd probably do anyway. Right. You know, to do that. Uh, so that, again, Friday, December 8th. Uh, and, and, and if you're going, you know, please go to our, our Facebook page at Listen to the BS, and there's an event thing there. Just, you know, hit that you're going, or at least that you're interested, just so I can calm down a little bit. I know i got two weeks to promote this, but... <laughs> It's like breathe. It's my breathe. It's always my biggest fear in this business. I don't care how long I've been doing it or how long or not so long I've been in a market or whatnot. It's just it's the it's the worst feeling. Like when you're trying to do something good, especially, and you've got like five people that you and I've been there. I've done it. I've done gigs and like three people there. <laughs> so uh I just hope that that's not the case with y'all. Hope you guys show up in droves. Uh this past weekend I went out and did my annual uh Black Friday at the mall. People think I'm crazy for doing that. But I do it because it reminds me of my grandmother. And December uh, is always, there's always one day in December, it's a little tough. And, and that's the day she passed. And, you know, and I sit there and I got a, a little alone time and I watch a video, the only video that exists of uh, myself and my grandmother, who was my everything. What day is that? Why? Because I have my day as a December as well. What day is yours? Uh, a day that will forever live in infamy. I know, but what number day? The no, that literally December seventh, the day that will live and forever in infamy. Oh, 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 I got Pearl you. Harbor day. I got you. I got you. Uh, no, mine, mine is uh, December twentieth. Oh, oh, wow, real close. Yeah, December twentieth. Mm-hmm. December twentieth is my day. But I go to the mall because it reminds me of my grandmother. As a kid, my grandmother and I would go, you know, to the mall all the time. Uh, but for the holidays, it gets me in the spirit. And what's great about this mall here, the one by my house, the Galleria 
is it's always packed. It's like a real mall. It takes me back Weird. to like 1989. Yeah, there's always people there. So it's, strange. It's, I know. It's, it's bizarre, mm-hmm. but it's awesome. I love it. And then I was like, I wonder what it's going to be like. This is my first Black Friday. It was nuts. Was it? Nuts. I believe that. It was, they had people directing traffic. You couldn't go in certain places. You couldn't go out certain places. You couldn't park certain places. Places were full. They had the orange, people with the orange vests, and they're going, you go this way, you go that way. <laughs> it was, there was a line. I mean, there were a line outside of, of stores. Uh, you go into certain stores, and it just looked like a tornado had come through it. Mm. I love it. Yeah, it was old school. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, if you only live here and you only have these malls, even the Arden Mall is yes. like surprisingly a full mall. Yep. You will not find that in the rest of the country. Malls are dying yeah. everywhere. Unfortunately, they are, but not the Galleria. No. We're keeping that baby alive and yeah. well. And, uh, I, you know, the decorations are up. You know, Santa's there. But now, are what they, decorations? Are they? There are no decorations up, and that was my biggest pet peeve because the reason why I went there was because I've been under the weather a couple of days. I'm like, I need to get up. I need to get out, get some air. So I'm like, let's go to the mall. Let's look at the decorations, see some lights, get in the Christmas spirit. And we go there, nothing. What do you mean there's nothing? Just I mean, there's one the tree, tree yeah. in the middle of the mall. That's it. The only places that are decorated is Macy's and Nordstrom's. Well, they, that's it. They're the big balls. And that's Santa. No. Yeah, but you would think throughout the mall. I remember growing up, it was like when cities would have all of their holiday decorations going Mm -hmm. up. Every aisle that you would go down in the mall, regardless of the stores that were there, the mall itself decorated decorated the whole place. I didn't notice that. I just noticed the big tree and the balls and Santa. That is a big tree. And Santa's little, you know, you notice how they do Santa now. It's very strategic. They put them in a place where it's very difficult for you to take a picture with your phone. Oh, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They obstruct him. Yeah. Ah, so they make you come and pay for that. They figure. make you, they make you come and pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought the Santa at the gallery was good. Like, I think I said this uh, last week. Is like he's he's Santa, but he also looks like he could fix your car. Yes. Right. He's like he's like a man's man, Santa. <laughs> he's, he's a good Santa. I like he's him. A manta. Yeah. He's a manta. I I didn't notice like walking to the mall. There are no decorations up walking through mm-hmm. the mall at all. There's not lights hanging down from anywhere. There's not other little like small trees. There's not. The little uh, foil tinsel things hanging from the ceilings. There's nothing. I noticed that with houses in the neighborhood. Like we, you know, so normally at our, la- our old house in Atlanta, I got to put the lights on for me just because he like, it was like, it was, a t- I mean, we, our house looked badass. It did. I mean, really, really, really nice. And I don't have that guy anymore. And uh, I didn't have time to find a guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to pay what they I know want. Not a guy price. Yes, <laughs> See, I, didn't, I didn't want to pay the not a guy price. Right, right? exactly. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I've got this Star Wars inflatable. You know, which some people think is a little trashy. It is. <laughs> I was like, I could throw that out there, plug it in, and bam, Christmas. It's here. It's perfect. And then I see on Amazon that they like I'd never seen these before. They're so cool. They're these like wraps, these skins. That you can put over your garage door. Oh, really? So now looks, that's neat. Looks like Santa's workshop, or Santa's. That is cool. Yeah, it's real. Like it, the pictures look cool, but I don't know if that's going to look trashy. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I could just get away with not doing anything. And then our neighbors across the street. Uh huh. Th- <laughs> I don't know what they did. I I don't know when they did it because one day it wasn't there and the next morning it was there so like, like magic in the middle of the night she had to put this stuff up 
and it's, would that surprise you? It, no. And okay. it's not just an inflatable. Uh-huh. This inflatable is so big. Like, I feel like I should go over there and buy a used car. Uh-huh. It's like an inflatable village. <laughs> it's got a an arc that goes above the roof, and it's a two-story house. Dang. And they've got, like, six other inflatables out there, and they got giant candy canes and twirly-whirly pops and all kinds of things out there. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I miss the old school decorations. So, though. hold on. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, you know, it's Saturday, and I know what Rach is thinking. We've got tons of decorations, and I'm like, I'm not getting all the way up on the top because I don't like how... So, but let's go do it now. You know, it's because the, the, the house came with clips, you know, uh-huh. for the lights. She didn't want to do it. Oh, I'm surprised. But she wanted to do it on football Sunday. Oh, of course. And I was like, nope. and, so and she I had the energy. And I wasn't, I, the truth be told, I wasn't feeling all that well yesterday either. And so I didn't, you know, and I just wanted to relax. I never relax. That's my uh-huh. only day to relax. So she's out there with bees putting the lights up, mm-hmm. doing a man's, you know, man's work, making me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we've got this one string of lights around the house. <laughs> oh my God, man! <laughs> and so you know, fresh. I can't say anything because I didn't do it. Right, <laughs> you didn't help. I didn't help. So I, you know, if, don't complain about a problem unless you got a solution. <laughs> right. So she, she goes, "Did you see the lights?" Uh huh. The lights. <laughs> and some of the her. bulbs are out. Yeah. You know? I'm like, I'm like, uh huh. She goes, "What do you think?" It's good. Oh my, God. real good. That poor one. She goes, "Think we should add some to it?" We is a lot of people. I mean, I'm good like this. I think it's cool. I know my truth. Let me, uh, let me grab one of those Amazon skins for the garage door. <laughs> Let's see how that works. She's like, "I think I want to wrap the tree out front." Okay. (laughs) Whatever works. That's cool. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Good for her. Good for her. I'm not mad at it. It's just this one string of lights. I appreciate it i do i got to watch my football and now oh we're gosh. christmas mode you're lit i'm lit right. literally second round of headlines what do you got oh i'm gonna tell you where you can park for free until christmas <laughs> <laughs> and where a man locally was arrested with a sword a what a sword a sword, a sword. may the sword be with you <laughs> And also with you. All right. We'll get your second round of headlines with whatever word she just said here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. My brother is saying that my garage door opening randomly might be caused by something called a flipper. Oh, that's something that uh, somebody might have like on their phone or something like that that they can mess with it with? Your guess is as good as mine. I've never heard the term before hmm. in my entire life of America. So you're sending me information on it. Okay. That doesn't sound good, though. It does no. not. i got to find out how to anti-flipper. 
All right, second round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki D. You can mingle downtown sack now for free, sort of, H3. Alicia, thank you. And once again this year, the city of Sacramento is waiving parking fees in downtown, midtown, and old Sacramento for the holiday season. Something I found out the hard way on yesterday that you can now, through December the 24th, park downtown in the holiday parking zone areas, though. You have to go where the meters say that it's free. And Monday through Friday is free after 4.30. Of course, it's free all day on the weekends. And this is just an incentive they do during the holidays to get people to come downtown, midtown, uh, patronize the businesses and stuff like that, and not have to worry about paying that extra fee for parking. What does it say if it's a, like... How do you know the spots? I think it's more that it's the meters. Yeah, the it's meters. not the lots. The lots you still have to pay. So but like the meters on the streets. Yeah, but how do you know which meters are? They say it on the it meter. It says it on there free. The meter itself says it. Like the digital out. Mm-hmm. Like you walk up to the meter itself and it says oh. no no fee. It's free. They should wrap it like a candy cane so you know. They should. That'll be cute. Yeah. Why That's did you the- did you pay when you didn't have to pay? No, I yeah, I paid yesterday. Not when I didn't have to pay cuz I didn't park on the street. I parked in the garage. Oh. But I like Nelson I, parked on the street, so mm-hmm. he didn't have to pay. Well, I'm assuming when you go to the app, the app will tell you it's. Does it? Does it tell I you don't. it's free or does it not? The meters don't. You can't use would, the app with those because that's how my yeah, car can. got stuck in there. No, yes, you can. Well, mine mine never works. Yeah, the, I mean that's 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 the whole gimmick, right? And I'm sure that it would say that it's that it's free. I didn't log into the app once I saw the when I walked to the meter itself. I was looking for the number to enter into the app. The meter itself said free, so I didn't even check. I always get uh, in between zones, <laughs> you know, like you go in your park and you pull up your app mm-hmm. and you go and pay, and it's like, what zone are you in? And then I'm like, you have to back up just a little bit, and just in order to be in that zone, right? You don't want to uh-huh. be in the wrong zone. How do you pay if you don't pay on the app? <clears throat> I pay on the actual meter. With what? Coins? With your card. You slide your card in there. That's oh, why mine no. got and then stuck she that had, day. She got those nails, right? So she and can't, I can't get, her get it card back out. out. And so she was trying to get, look how shady this looks. She, strangers are walking by and she's like, can you pull the card out of this meter, please? <laughs> no, it's me, I swear. Nobody would. Why don't you just pay on the app? Why? Because my app was not working. It's why your apps never work. I it's don't al- know why they don't work. It, they didn't work yesterday either. You, she, you know, it's always Nikki's like my calendar doesn't work. My apps don't work. It just doesn't work on my phone. It doesn't work. Do you think possibly it could be user error? No, I know how to use the stupid parking apps. Mm-hmm. All right, second story. A man was arrested because he wouldn't lay down his sword. Well, hold on, no, 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 no. Uh, say I said it right that time. No, uh, his what? Sword. Why you, you're hitting that W hard? What's a sword? It's a knife. It's a, that you wave around. A sword. 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 How? What am I saying wrong? Sword. It's, it's a sword. Sword. Okay. His. Sword. You know, the other day I went to the gym and I worked really hard. My <laughs> legs are really sword. They're really sword. Really sword. You know, I spent five years in prison. Oh, every day, really sword. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh, I bet. All right, story. She's uh, she's yelling at her. Sounds like she may be attacking her standby. Sacramento police just released new body camera video after an officer shot a man with a sword. <laughs> a sword. <laughs> Listen, to that. right. She pulled the audio. It's her. She did that work. A man swinging a. Oh shoot. Nope. A sword there on Sunday. 
Uh, this took place on the south side off Florin Road over the 2300 block of Florin Road by McDonald's. Um, they sent a crisis negotiator out to try to talk this man down, and he would not lay down his sword. So he was arrested and detained, and they don't have any idea why he was out there doing this. I think you can carry a sword. Well, why can't you? I think that they uh, the law frowns upon when you swing your sword. Yes, Fair. you can't swing it at people. You can't swing your sword. Have you always said the word sword, sword? You, you know yeah. she has. I've always said sword. <laughs> okay. Yep. That's odd. That's a marsupial. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, <laughs> and you're going to be hooked. <laughs> Speak and spell? No. Hooked on phonics. Do they still make those? Hooked on phonics. The PH is an F. <laughs> Not all words are pronounced the way they're sounded out. Right. Right. It's a word. Never heard that before. Learned something new. I'm glad I came to work today. I'm glad you did, too. Uh, Neil McDonough has got a new movie, The Shift, which uh, will be out in theaters nationwide this Friday, December 1st, starting with Sean Astin. Uh, It's an odd movie, but uh, one of the best, if not the best, bad guys in in any show, TV, or film. Yellowstone, he was awesome. Uh, Minority Report, uh, Walking Tall, one of my favorites, Captain America. He's part of that uh, multiverse, whatever it is, with the Mm -hmm. superheroes. So we'll, uh, if all goes well, talk to Neil McDonough here when we get back. Hang on. 98 Rock. Call or text the BS anytime. 916-909-0985. Now, back to The Bailey Show. So the idea is what we have some fun and maybe we kiss. Hopefully. Now there's the bad thing that happens. Wait, I'm not What bad thing? Nice to finally meet you, Kevin. I'm the benefactor. Ooh, the benefactor, huh? That's uh, a little bit of the trailer for Neil McDonough's new movie, The Shift, which comes out in theaters uh, Friday, this Friday, December 1st, starring with Sean Astin as we wait for Neil to call the hotline. Nikki's over there shaking her head. It's, it's funny when you learn about what you're doing on your own radio show via social media. <laughs> I just, uh, I just be trying. I'm sitting there going, you know anything about this? And she goes, I know nothing about this. I said, well, it says on Twitter this. (laughs) (laughs) That's the. And then I looked it up, and then I now I just got some more questions. That's the 2023 way of communicating. Mm -hmm. Is that you, you let people know that what you you need to do is check all 18 social medias, and you will figure it out. the The answer and the truth lies between. Somewhere in there. It's uh, absolutely amazing. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. It's the BS. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. Uh, Nelson back from the serious cellulitis eye injury. Mm-hmm. He is uh, is alive and kicking and uh, doing well and yes. all clean and not contagious. Kyle on the other side of the glass. And as we wait for Neil McDonough to be put on hold, uh, Nelson and I both big fans of Neil. Yes. He uh he's is he's one of your favorite bad guys, right? Oh my god, yes, because he's the perfect bad guy. 
He's got he, such pretty eyes. And you, but he he's does. got such a punchable face. Yeah, he does. And you I want to say mean? this before he comes on. This movie is confusing. It's one of those movies to me like The Matrix that I'm not going to understand at all. Does, I don't want to tell him that, though, but it's going it confu- to be confusing. Is it confusing because you're trying to pronounce the S and H together? Like no. Sword? No, it's not. It's just movies like this where you're going to other worlds and things is happening to you back for. I can't keep up with those things. It's uh, it, it's a sci-fi. Yes. It's um, I I don't know if it's confusing, you know. So like you know one of Neil's first uh, well let's get him on. Good morning, Neil McDonough. How are you, sir? Good morning. How are you? Good. We were just little, we were talking a little trash about you before you joined us, saying <laughs> uh-huh. that you're our most favorite bad guy that we'd like to punch. Yes. Right. You play the part well, and uh, my co-host Nikki D is Wait, not understanding. Understanding the shift, she thinks it's going to be very complicated to follow. I totally disagree with that, Neil. Oh, it's pretty simple to follow. It's you know the shift is. First of all, thank you for the beautiful compliments about my uh, horribly uh, terrible characters I get to play. Every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget your very punchable face. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've had so many people want to do that to me. It's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really fortunate and blessed in my life to, to be able to be part of some really great projects. And now I've gone to the point in my life, you know, where I won't, I, I won't do sex scenes or kiss another woman. So I had to be the villain forever. But now Revae and I get to produce our own films. And by producing our own films, we get to, I get to be the hero in this one. Of course, I'm not the hero, uh, but I get to be the hero in films and write things the way that I want to do it. And we're, we're very, very fortunate to, to have that going on in our lives right now. But The Shift was one of those projects that came to me, and they said, we got this movie for you for Angel Studios. I'm like, oh, they did The Chosen. I like these guys. I like what they stand for. I like what they're trying to do. And they said, great. Um, we want you to play the devil. I said, no. And I said, like, I'll play Justified. I will go you know, Yellowstone, but I'm not going to go that dark. Uh-huh. And then I came home, and I talked to Reve, and we talked about it, and we prayed about it. And she said, all right, here's my two cents. You're probably the best, best villain in Hollywood. You're also probably have one of the best relationships with God in Hollywood. So you kind of have to play the devil in this. And what I wanted to do is I want to infuse a little humanity into Lucifer, because as we all know, Lucifer at one point was so close with God that he made some bad choices and off he went. And we all make bad choices in life. We all do dumb stuff. We're all sinners. We're all idiots at times. But it's the heroes are the ones who can dust themselves off and learn from their mistakes and be a better husband or be a better dad or be a better co-worker or whatever the case is, be a better human being. And that's what the shift does. The shift kind of calls you out and makes you think, how can I be better? And I'm so fortunate to be part of a film like this. And it it's kind of like a, you, one of your first roles when you got into the business was one of my favorite television shows, even still to this day, Quantum Leap. It's very similar, you know, as far as this kind of flashbacky type of thing. And I've always wanted a spinoff of Nick Cage's Family Man with Don Cheadle's character in The Glimpse. I would call it The Glimpse. It's some, it like kind of yeah. gave me that kind of vibe watching the trailer for, for The Shift, Neil. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that's pretty spot on, actually. That's, that's, that's really good. It, it, it's, you know, it, it's all about society. <laughs> We've become so dark in our film choices that the studios are making. And I think because of social media, we've become even darker and so unhappy about lots of 
things in life and we just get bogged down with being depressed by stuff because that's what the media feeds us. Mm-hmm. Once you get a film that makes you think there's something more to life than just that stuff, and that's what we did with The Shift, I, I think we did our, our job as filmmakers. And as corny as it might sound, we want to make films that make the world a better place, at least make you think, not just saccharine sweet films, but films that actually delve into difficult situations and have to talk about it, pimples and all. And we did that with the shift, you know, the sci-fi film, it's an action film, but at the, at the end of the day, it's really a love story. And that's part of, of the shift that I love the most. I'm going to guess, and there's only going to be a handful of people that are going to understand what I'm about to say to you, Neil, you being one of them, thank God, is that <laughs> because you play the villain so well, when you were in college, I could see you as a McGeester. What's a McGeester? In Hoke? Aren't you a Sig? Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, yesterday was, was, was awesome. No, I, I never had. I was always so busy playing sports or in the theater department that I really could never hold. Uh, the only job that I had in our fraternity was uh, the metal king, and I was in charge of making sure we had tons of weights and, and make sure our gym was as great as it could possibly be. Uh, that's funny. Because I, I was never around that much. I was, I was always doing stuff at Syracuse. Yeah. Before that, my days. Yeah, I was, I'm a SIG, I'm a SIG from UCF. So I saw that and I was like, God, you know, cause my, what's that? In Hoke, no joke. Yeah. In Hoke brother. And, and so it was like one of those things like, you know, the McGeester for those that want to play along here is the guy that runs the, the pledges and you can, you can play the part a couple different ways. You can be friends with the, the young, the young guys, uh-huh. or you could be a total jerk and ours, I was terrified of him. He was intimidating and he was mean, right? But when we all, you know, Crossed became over. actual brothers, mm-hmm. he's the nicest guy in the world. I was like, oh my God, you're the best actor ever. <laughs> and I could totally see Neil doing that. I had the speech every year to the pledges. It was about halfway through Hell Week where everyone is just crushed. And then they would all turn towards me. And all the brothers would be on the stairwell watching and listening to the speech, and I would just rip into the pledges. <laughs> why we need to dig deeper? Why we need to be better? And by the end of the speech, I and all the pledges and a lot of the brothers were in tears because it was my calling out to how you guys can not just be you know fraternity apes, but how you can make this fraternity the best fraternity, how you can be the shining light on campus, how we can do the right things because of what Mackay truly stands for. And it was it was one of my favorite speeches that I that I went from, you know, Sergeant Hulka right all the way into <laughs> the nicest guy by the end of the speech. And it was it was really it was it's pretty funny you said that. I admit it brings you right back to Sigma Kai. <laughs> um Yellowstone, uh arguably the biggest television show on right now, and unfortunately at least the Costner series, the one that you were on, coming to an end if it ever gets off the ground. I don't know the whole story behind it, but I'm a fan. And the role that you played, again, bad guy, um, did you – I mean, Yellowstone was already, you know, a big deal when you were on uh, on the show. On the set, was it the feeling that it was the biggest television show uh, that's going on? Every set I step on, I always try to think it's the biggest show, biggest set of all time. 
you know, I want to make sure there's an importance to what I'm bringing to, to everything that I do. It could be a small independent film or a massive feature film with big studio money. But I always try to, to, to bring the same kind of high-level energy and excitement and goodness to every character that I play. Yellowstone was just, was, it was the second season, and we, it, you know, it was obviously, obviously it was a huge hit. But I'd already worked with Kevin years ago doing The Guardian. I've worked with Cole before. So there was a comfort level. And when they saw me walking on set, they knew <laughs> I was coming to, to crush it. They, <laughs> this wasn't really fun playtime. I was there to scare you, the other actors, not the crew, but I was there to be intimidating. Yeah. And I don't think Kelly to this day will talk to me because she's probably still just scared of, of <laughs> how I was on set. But... Kevin understood and Cole understood we would have just these long, great conversations. But when it came to filming and, and the cameras rolling, there was this intensity that Malcolm Beck had that I just loved jumping into. And it was just in the play opposite those guys with those words. They did. They let me loose. And it was something that I will always be so thankful to Taylor Sheridan for giving me the opportunity to play Malcolm Beck on Yellowstone. Yeah. It was so good. did you stay in character like the entire time, like even when you were off from filming, you were trying to stay in character. Is that what you're saying? Well, being a method guy, yeah. I, I, I can, Revae, my wife, taught me how to snap out of it years ago when we were doing Band of Brothers. She goes, you can't just live in your character 24-7 or you're going to make yourself and everyone else miserable. And she was right. Oh, okay. So I can turn it on and like in like a switch. But when I turn that switch back on, it's when I play that type of guy, pretty intense. And, uh, I'm not there to talk or be friends with anyone. I'm there. Like if you get a job at Starbucks, you're not there to talk to everyone. You're there to make the best latte that you can make. <laughs> For me, I'm there to make the best choices and actor I can make. So I'm not there really to make friends or goof around. I don't want to lose money for the studio. They hired me. My dad said, when you go out to Hollywood, if they give you a dollar, give them $2 worth of effort. Did you? It's always been stuck in my soul. And I always try to give $2 worth of effort for everything that I do. Did did you did you have that same attitude when you were trying to find a house? I guess a couple of months back, I read that article and you got, like you're just, you're just trying to find a house, weren't you? And they called the cops on you. Know, I'm, driving, I'm driving around in my old El Camino in a really nice neighborhood, and people are like, "What's this?" And I would stop in front of a house and they can my kids? Can I see my kids running around this? Because we just moved back in Canada. Again, I like the neighborhood. I'm like, can the kids? Mm, not this one. That we're up to the next house. And I stop in front of it for a couple of minutes, and then. Uh, after about five houses, I go into church. There's a church that I go to right around the corner. Came out of Mass. And there's the, the deputies waiting for me. I'm like, oh, Mr. McDonough, we didn't realize it was you. I'm like, is there something I did wrong? He goes, well, there's people in the neighborhood complaining that this, this El Camino just roaming the neighborhood. TM blows it up and said, Neil McDonough's jumping over fences in the backyard <laughs> knocking on doors. <laughs> what? <laughs> but my wife, Reve, was so smart. She's like, well, honey, at least they're talking about you. So that's a good thing. That means you must. Somebody. So it, it, it was pretty funny. Well, if you weren't a villain all the time, maybe people wouldn't yeah. be so scared as you're driving around in your El Camino. You know. Right. Yeah, if The Rock were to do it, they wouldn't say he was breaking into houses, Neil. <laughs> but it, it's the ultimate thing. I'll, you know, I'll walk through a mall and people will see my face and for half a second they're like, oh, that's, and then they'll be like, oh, that's. Bad guy. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet you. I bet you. The Rock was intimidated by you on Walking Tall because he had just started acting, so he was still getting his chops as an actor. And and you're in there, Mister Method Man, Neil McDonough, and he's probably terrified of you. I took such joy in crushing. 
crushing him at every possible moment that I could. Just, just like, listen, wrestler guy, come here. You know, we, just, we, were just, we had this banter because I had to be, it was my first villain role, so I finally, I was getting comfortable in the role. And finally, there was one scene in the end, you know, he had probably had enough of me just, just getting on him and, and, you know, always bringing my A game. And, and, you know, he always brought his A game. Don't get me wrong. Dwayne is the consummate professional. He wants to be great at everything that he does. And finally, and I've told the story before where I almost died, that uh, there was a scene at the end where he takes, where he has me up against the tree and he nails me with the, with the two-by-four and crushes my legs and I go off the jail kind of thing after our big fight. And there's a close-up on his face, and he kept on doing the, the rock eyebrow thing. And the director said, no, that's not, you've got to have the real emotion. And roll camera said, he did it again. He said, no, you've got to have the real emotions. And I'm like, hold on a second, I got an idea. <laughs> so I go to the craft service table, and I get three or four packets of ketchup. And I shove it into my mouth. And I look at the director and say, what are you doing? I just wink at him and he goes, uh-oh. And the rock punches me. And then he's about to smash me with the two-by-four across my knees, and I spit in his face this blood, this ketchupy blood on his face. And Dwayne looked at me, and I thought he was going to kill me. And he <laughs> swings so hard with, with that rub. And, he, and I, I go to the ground, and they tell cut, and the director's like, yes, that's great. And I am laughing my face <laughs> off in front of this 280-pound monster that by all rights could just snap me like a twig. And he picks me up and he gave me the biggest hug and said, thank you. And it was one of those moments that I will never forget. That's he was, awesome. I'm going to die or is it going to work perfectly? And it worked. <laughs> That's a fantastic story. All right, look, uh, our time is up. The shift. What's, what's that? I don't think I've ever told that story in public before. Look at that. We got a, oh, we got a scoop. All right. The shift uh, this Friday, Neil McDonough, Sean Astin in theaters nationwide, uh, and, a, and a great cast to go along with the, those two gentlemen right there. In Hoke, brother, and have okay. a great, happy holiday. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Keep doing what you're doing. We're fans, sir. Go, go support the film. You, you won't be let down by the shift. I guarantee you that. It's pretty awesome. All right. Well, thank you, and I know that's a fact, sir. We will watch. We will support. Uh, in Hoke, and Merry Christmas. And hope. God bless you guys. See you next time. You too, Thank sir. You. Bye-bye. Thank you. Neil McDonough, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. That's cool. Is that some of your fraternity lingo? I'm sorry? What lingo? Is that some of your fraternity lingo? Yeah, we use Schwartz. That's a marsupial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and we meet outside with a duel with our Schwartz. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Uh, the BS Saves Christmas. Once again, give you the details. Quick rundown because uh, we have to have a serious conversation, possibly an intervention. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> There's somebody on this show that has done something to their body, and we need to talk about it. <laughs> Not only do we need to talk about it, there's more to come. Okay. Uh, so we'll have that conversation here in a minute. Hang on. If you plan on joining us for the BS Saves Christmas, the big live show on Friday, December 8th from 6A to 10A, Four Score Coffee House, please go to our Facebook page at Listen to the BS, at Listen to the BS, and go to the event pinned at the top and say that you're going, or at least interested, and all the details there, including a link if you'd like to learn more about Lost But Not Forgotten, who uh, is the reason why we're doing this, that and to meet you and what we need, things like gift cards, board games, puzzles, etc. 
Uh, and then the stuff that you can win, all kinds of concert tickets, a big green egg package. It's valued at like 1300 bucks. a signed mammoth guitar. We just added the signature hydrofacial. And when every time I bring this up, Nikki D's face lights up because I love it. Gets, I want one myself. It's hydrofacial <laughs> lit up. It's I want one myself. Big deal for the ladies, I yes, guess. Yes, it is. Thanks to Enjoy Restored Health and Aesthetics for offering that up. And there's more to come. I've got something at the house that uh, i got to bring in so I can uh, tell you what it's all about. But it's from one of the biggest rock bands today that want to help us out for the BS Saves Christmas. So outside of Wolfgang doing the signature guitar, this other band will help us out as well. So let's have a conversation and possibly at a later date an intervention. Hmm. (laughs) Now, I know this was brought up at my house for Thanksgiving when y'all came over. It was. Thought it was a joke. No, it was not a joke. It wasn't a joke then. That's why Rachel was screaming for you to say something. And you were just kind of sitting back chilling. I was like, what's wrong with them? Because I thought I thought, <laughs> I thought, thought it was a joke. I thought you really would have more to say, and you really didn't say much. Well, I thought the, the, the conversation of Nelson, big man Nelson, mm-hmm. getting a nose ring yes. was a joke. He was not joking. Nope. He said he's having some kind of midlife crisis. It's I don't know if he's making him feel younger, but, yeah, he wanted to get his nose pierced. And I knew he was going to do it. I could tell by the look in his eye. He's brought it up a few times. I'm like, I think he's really going to do this. Looks like you got a shiny booger on your nose. It's I know, be- so small. Well, because you got to, like, I didn't know any of this about it anyway. <laughs> Were you with him? You allowed him to do My this? My daughter went with him. Your daughter? I <laughs> you let Maddie let yeah. him do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just in case I needed somebody to drive in case I passed out. Because he was afraid of, of I was the scared. pain. You're afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid for us. <laughs> We've got to look at this silly thing. It'll get better. First, the nope. this one is, nope. yeah, once, wait, nope. four to six months I can put a hoop in. That's what I want. Please don't. Oh, I'm putting a ring in, Please. like an actual. I think you'll at least look better with a hoop. That little dot you got there the looks dot, wild. I know, but the dot is because I have to go and get a different piece of jewelry here in like the next six weeks. That doesn't like, make any sense to me. This is, the post on it is big to accommodate for the swelling. So in like two or three weeks, this thing's going to be sticking out of my nose. So I wasn't going to invest in that first piece of jewelry. No. Okay. Listen, you're doing this because of a midlife crisis. I'm doing it because I've always wanted it done. And so I'm doing it. So says no one. I've a lot always, of people say. I've always wanted a nose ring. I just I've never got around to doing it. <laughs> I was just I've always scared of Claire getting so, I've walked by Claire so many times in the mall and just wanted to just have him put a hole in my nose. Oh, no, no, not Claire's. He, he yelled at Madison for that. He's above the gun. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I didn't put a gun in my nose. I went to a piercer. A pe- there's a there's a, pl- a place that yeah tattoo parlors usually have a piercer on hand. They put yeah, a that's potato. Mine done. They put a potato in your nose or something. No, they it's just put, it's a needle. Okay, so why? I wanted. There's got to be more to it. I think there's a lot of things I want. I too. think it's gonna look cool when I have the hoop. <laughs> I've seen other people with a similar facial structure and a beard. I like the way it looks. I want it. I like. Jewelry, man. Jewelry? I wear, yeah, jewelry. <laughs> jewelry. I wear, I wear I like rings. Jewelry. I don't got my rings on today, but I wear rings. I like that, the idea of the hoop in my nose. And you know what? After finding out it didn't hurt, I'm thinking about maybe some diamond studs. He's going to go get ears. his ears pierced next. You can't afford rent, but you're going to afford diamond studs in your nose. I got yep. my ex, I got my ex-wife's uh, diamond studs that I bought her years ago. And you're going to put ex-wife diamond studs in my ears. In your ears. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. 
He was questioned about, you know, his finances when he made the decision for his yeah. nose. Yeah. He was questioned about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you have money to afford this? I was by my ex-wife. <laughs> she goes, you're paying for this, how? I go, it's $60. It's $60? To do- that's a lot. No, that's actually pretty cheap. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I, I got my nose pierced and my lip at the same time. I paid like $300. You are not going to pierce me. No. I mean, I could Google it. I'm sure, sure you could. It. Sure, some eight-year-old in Japan can show me how to do it on I YouTube. I went to a licensed piercer. So, but okay, there's more to this. There's always more to a story. Okay, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to beat you up for it. Go ahead, beat me up. No, I don't care. No, no, no. It's it's your body, your decision. Damn right. Okay. Your choice. Your choice. Yes, that what is. What's yes, the line? Your body, your choice. Your body, your choice. I think it looks cool. Okay, so you think it looks cool? I do. Now, a lot of times, both men and women. If they're going to go through something, a drastic physical change, altering, they usually will ask somebody that they, you know, appreciate their feedback. Now, I know that would not be me, but I know that you probably would have asked Nikki D. Yes. And I don't think Nikki D likes it. I don't. I told him I don't. Mm -hmm. Yours is pierced, though. Yes. Well, my nose is, it came out, but I got my nose and my lip pierced at the same time um, because I was having a midlife crisis and I was feeling old and I wanted to do something to make me feeling. feel young and look old, old, young. So I went and got two piercings at the same time. But so I bo- didn't ask anybody. I just did it. So both of y'all are going, you're younger than me and you're both going through a midlife crisis. Well, my midlife was probably 10 years ago and I'm just getting the crisis now. <laughs> yeah. Being honest. Midlife post crisis? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. What is midlife if not the halfway point? You think I'm so, really going to make it much past 60? So this is, unfortunately, we don't have time for this right now. I can't we'll, unpack it. We'll have to uh, probably do it uh, later on this week. <laughs> but I'm going to guess, okay. because th- it fascinates me. It really does. It yeah. fascinates me that this is your midlife crisis go-to. Well, what, what am I going to do? I can't buy a car. Well, <laughs> I, that's what that's what I would that's what I would ask the audience is what is the midlife? Because the, the go-to, right, is a, is a red sports car. Yep. Can't afford start, that. You start banging 21-year-olds. I have no desire to date even, let alone sleep with a woman in her early 20s. Okay. So that's usually the midlife crisis thing. Mm-hmm. You go ham at the club, the uh-huh. clubs, and, and, you, and you drink and all that stuff, but you're not drinking anymore. Yeah, sober, guys. You're not doing drugs. You're, mm-hmm. you're clean. You're straight edge. And this was the most... Feasible Drastic thing he could do. Feasible, affordable thing you could do. And now, does it stop there? That's the next question. I'm worried it doesn't. No. I don't think it does. It's like a tattoo. I'm worried, and that's exactly right. Because he wants to pierce his ears. Now he's thinking about piercing his eyebrow thinking up the eyebrow. there. I thought I was too old for the eyebrow, but now I don't know. I look at this nose piercing. I'm thinking I, maybe here, I could pull off an eyebrow. I'll, t- I'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think the eyebrow. Uh, like, is there certain people that can pull that off? The eyebrow is pretty cool. If Am you could I pull, I, I I can't pull any of that stuff off. I'm just not a cool person. Nelson could pull off the eyebrow better than the nose, I think, for sure. Oh, I guess I'm getting my eyebrow pierced then. <sighs> so that's what I'll get you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't let us film it though, so don't think they're yeah, gonna let we, you film we'll it. To, we'll have to find a different. It can't be a state law because I filmed mine. It, it was. I'm sure I, mean, it was I was in Georgia, but that tattoo parlor. I asked. I tried to film. I got to film. In the room before, but they wouldn't let me film for liability reasons. Well, we'll do a contest. Whoever has the dirtiest hands. Oh, God, no. And the dirtiest needles come into the studio. No, we're not doing dirty. And put a clean. hole in his eyebrow. <laughs> it's all clean, baby. So, for Christmas, mm-hmm. I will buy you the eyebrow piercing <laughs> only if you agree to one thing. What? <laughs> why would you say it so Because negative? it's going to be. <laughs> why is it like, watch? She said it that way, too. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm not alone in that. Why couldn't it have been in like a Disney one? What? Just, what? What? No. Zing? We Boom. know you is something. It's what? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's what? Right, remind me tomorrow. And I'll <laughs> oh, he's going to forget. Yeah. You better write it no, down. So I'm grabbing my pen right now. <laughs> you better write it down. Okay. I got to go. All right. Do your headlines, tease, and I'll write it. I'm going to tell you where a crazy holiday brawl took place and what frazzled an NFL anchor during the red zone. Right. It's going to be coming up next. On <laughs> oh, our no, show. Look at me. I got it. I got okay. it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Pause. I'm like, well, let me keep on yeah. going and help out. No, I got it. <laughs> no, it's 12. What's tomorrow? 11, 28. Yep. Uh-huh. Talk about it. Got it. Boom. Bring that back up tomorrow, my friend. Great. All right, third round of headlines. Two big stories from today. We'll get you that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all There we go. Third round of headlines. Thanks so much to good guys. Heating and air. 530 Good Air. Nikki D. Holidays are for cheer, not brawls. H5. We're not really a place known for people getting drunk and, you know, having fights. But at 1030, police say something caused this fight to erupt inside the restaurant. A video has now surfaced of this crazy brawl that took place the day before Thanksgiving in Massachusetts. There was a line all the way down the street almost outside of this Chinese restaurant because I guess they have a tradition every year where they have like a pre-Thanksgiving meal, even though it is Chinese food. And they say they have different cuisine options on this day, which is what brings the attraction. They're not sure what started this brawl, but if you see these videos, and this is according to TMZ, you can see it on there, and I'll post it on our socials. These guys were just fighting. Somebody broke a bottle. Blood was everywhere. It was ridiculous. It's probably you You butt me, right? Was that the line? You know, you cut in line. Mm-hmm. No butts. No yeah. butts. That kind no of thing. No cuts, no butts, no coconuts. Of right. There you go. No cuts, no butts, no coconuts. Uh, th- that's probably it. Or a little oopsie-daisy shoving, you know, accidentally bumped into you. Look, it's the holidays. You're going to get bumped. You're going to have rude people. I mean, like, I, I actually, uh, I, I, I was started to write a list of rules to go to the mall, like to the holiday shop, uh-huh. because there's simple rules. Like, for example, rule number one, we live in America. We drive on the right-hand side of the road. You walk like you drive. You walk with traffic. You walk back with traffic. Don't walk against traffic. And sure the hell, don't stop in the middle of the mall. Like, if you're walking, you go off to this. You don't stop in the middle of the interstate. No. You go off to the side. I mean, mm-hmm. have some brains about you, dum-dums. Right? It just <laughs> makes sense. And people ha- don't, like, for Christmas, you should ask Santa for common sense. So it's probably something very similar. Yeah, but you're in a restaurant. And, and with the amount of people that were out there, there was already six cops on the scene. That's how big this crowd was. You know you're going to bump into people. You know it's not going to be a... Uh, arm length type of situation when you have this many people in one place. Now, you don't want to get disrespected. And you're drinking sake. Oh, hell no. Oh. Sake make you go crazy. Sake make you go nuts. Yeah. And get disrespected in the Chinese restaurant. You got to throw them hands. You better sit down somewhere. Have, have yourself a wicked <laughs> fight. Right? That's not what they're doing? Yeah, wicked yeah. rip wicked. A wicked, wicked fight. All right, second story. Alarms during a live broadcast is a buzz killer. H6. You got Pat Fryermuth hauling in passes today. 
The Pittsburgh Steelers had been outgained. In you may be hearing an alarm going off in the NFL Red Zone studio. Don't worry, we will attend to that and get you back to live football here in Vegas. I think this is something that's never happened before. Quote me it if hasn't. I'm wrong. No, it hasn't. But the NFL Red Zone was broadcasting live, and you could hear in that clip where an alarm starts to go off, where the broadcaster, Scott Hansen, uh, took it very, very seriously. He didn't know what it was. Uh, he eventually came back, said that the alarm's going off, everything's all in the clear, and everything was fine. Okay, so it, it just flashback to what we do. And I'm sitting there. I love Scott Hansen. I love the Red Zone. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it. And I hear the alarm that the clip you just played in the background. Uh-huh. And I'm going, oh, man, somebody's playing sound effects, and they shouldn't be playing the sound effects. <laughs> I, I, you didn't think it was really going off in the studio? No, I didn't think it was an alarm. I just thought it was, you know, s- somebody screwing up the, uh-huh. the buttons. Uh-huh. And then he comes back, and he says, you know, we have an alarm. going." And he, you know, he's a typical sportsy guy that's all kind of a little, little stiff, you know. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, you know, we've got an alarm going off uh, by procedure. We have to leave the building. We have to vacate the premises and this, uh, like we're supposed to do mm-hmm. you know n- not one radio person in the history of radio when an alarm has gone off has left the studio no nope, we keep right on talking no. <laughs> and i'm sitting there when he says this and so there's it was during the late games and there was really only one game to focus on and it was i think the bills eagles game and so uh he says so we're gonna leave you with one game you know letting the audience know that they have to get up and, and leave the studio and I'm sitting there, and then they go to the game, and it's just full game, like if you were watching it on on the network. And I go, I, he's not going to leave. That's what I'm saying to myself. I go, he's not going. He's anywhere. not going to leave. He's not even thirty seconds later. He comes on, and he goes, so I've decided to stay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was told that things are okay, and I'm going, and I can stay. I was like, I knew you weren't going to leave. Now that's that's how you do it, mm-hmm. you know, because you know damn well nothing's going on. No, not at just all. stay in the building and do your thing. But it was funny because while he's brought, you know, just like when we've done it, you know, not here in Sacramento, but, you know, many times before we're going to the alarms going off, we'll put tape over it. We'll put shirts over it, put hats over it. Just keep right on talking. So if the building was ever really on fire, we're going to be burned up because we'll never leave. And then afterwards, you know, you get in that fake trouble where it's like, this is, well, here it's probably real trouble. Right. You know, it's like, you know, look, guys, uh, this is a very serious issue. Uh. State law code 5432.59 states that only essential personnel, you're not. No, I by, have a piece of paper from the FBI from COVID. I'm essential. By no means necessary are you essential on any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and you sure the hell aren't essential during a fire trial. <laughs> Get out of the building. I remember one time we did that and we got in trouble because, you know, we taped the thing up so it shut up. And I, I said to uh, my boss at the time, I said, dude, we tried to leave, but there was no flagpole outside. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, are you trying to get suspended? I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, big ticket, four tickets. So you and three buddies for the concert of concerts. That would be the Rolling Stones at Levi Stadium for the Hackney Diamonds Tour. Now, this isn't until July of next year, the 17th to be exact. It's a Wednesday, courtesy of AEG. We've got these tickets to give away all this week, starting now. So if you want in, I need a couple players. We're going to do a round of generally speaking, where Nelson goes out, finds an individual, talks to him. We find out how old they are, what generation they're a part of. We ask them generation-based questions. You just have to yay or nay their answers. It's just that simple. The winner, 
Four tickets to see the Rolling Stones. Ooh. Might be your last stop. You know what? It's going to be your last opportunity. Oh. <laughs> no, you know we got to sure, Pretty sure about this. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. So line it up. We'll do generally speaking here in a minute. Hang on. Hey, Boomer. Think you know your millennial stuff? Uh, pokey what? What about you, Gen Xer? Ready to drop some knowledge? Eh, bite me. It's time to play Generally Speaking on the BS. Why are you shaking your head like that? <laughs> are you still bouncing along to lose yourself from Eminem? I've made a decision. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Nelson? Uh huh. I'm going to get an eyebrow piercing with you. Yeah! No, you're not. Yep. Yes. No, I want to see that to believe it. You are lying. We will be eyebrow piercing brothers. I love that. And where did that come from? I just thought of it during Eminem. He, t- he He's spoke to me. Up. He spoke to me. <laughs> he motivated up, you to get an eyebrow piercing. Uh-huh. I, he did. I don't know what it was, but that song came on, and yeah, man, it feels like an eyebrow piercing song. It did it, it totally. Like we need to listen to that song and get our eyebrows pierced yeah. together. It pumped me up. I can listen to that every morning. All right, so that's the deal. We'll do the game, and then we'll talk more about it in the break. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It's uh, the BS. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you being here. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. And uh, there's Nelson Collin on the other side of the glass. We've got four. Well, let's get our players. we got Nick in Woodland. How are you, Nick? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. You have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's really good. Sounds like it. All right, hold on. we got <laughs> Steve in Sacramento. How are you, Steven? Uh, doing great, doing great. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Better than uh, this Nick guy? I'm still full. Look at that. He's still full. All right. Hey, guys, here's the deal. Uh, we appreciate you listening. I got a four-pack of tickets to the Rolling Stones. How cool is that? For the Hackney Diamonds Tour, uh, it's not until Wednesday, July 17th of next year, but still you have the tickets in hand. Give them to somebody as a Christmas prize, right, uh, courtesy of AEG. The game is called Generally Speaking. So Nelson goes out, finds an individual, talks to him, asks him basic trivia questions, generation, generationally uh, categorized, yes. right? So. We'll hear from that person, tell you how old they are, so you get kind of a vibe. Uh, the question will be asked. You don't have to answer the question. You just have to yay or nay if they'll know it correctly or not. Nikki D is going to help both of you all out. You understand, Nick? Yes? Yes. Steven? Yes. All right, let's meet our generalist. What's your name? Amy Thompson. <laughs> Amy, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a, a, kind of like a secretary. I answer phones and type. How old are you? I'm 32 years old. <laughs> 32. Now that makes you on the cusp, but I still believe you're a millennial. I am. I'm a millennial, yep. Tell me something interesting about yourself. Uh, I do stand-up comedy. Um... As a hobby. <laughs> and how can people find you? That's such a good question. Oh, my gosh. Sack of Amy on Instagram. Instead of spaces, everything is underscores. <laughs> very confusing to yeah. follow Amy. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Why doesn't she just change her handle to add underscore? I don't know. No. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Already uh, taken. So you got a millennial you're dealing with. The first question is going to go to Nick. Now, if you get it. <laughs> excuse me. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, the point goes to your competition. So here's the first question, Nick. It's all you, A1. Where would you find a banana seat? All right, Nikki D, where would you find a banana seat? Oh, yeah, on a bicycle. That is a boomer question on a bicycle is correct. (laughs) Nick, will our generalist Amy underscore Amy know on a bicycle, yay or nay? I 
Say yay. I would say yay, too. This is going to tell us, though, if, if she's good or she not good. A banana seat, <laughs> I think, being a millennial, you have to know this one because we all had them, so let's see. Yay. But, by the way, if, if those that are playing along in your car or at home, uh, that's the bar Nikki D sets for people that she meets if they know what a banana seat is. Yes. Right. <laughs> are you good in my world or are you not good in my world? <laughs> all right, so we're going with what? Yay. Yay. All right. Yay on bicycle, A2. Trying to think of the country's Chiquita banana might have destroyed um, the Columbia. It's actually on a bicycle. What? A banana oh, seat. Oh, a banana what? seed. A oh. Banana seat. Oh. Wow, uh, Columbia. She is uh-huh. not good. I think she was thinking oh, of a banana republic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. In which most would answer the Galleria. Right. Right. <laughs> That's right next to the gap, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so Nick, you didn't get that one, buddy. But Steve, that point's yours, and the board is yours. Here's the next one for Generally Speaking, B1. What made Dolly the Sheep special? That's a Gen X question, Nikki D. What made Dolly the Sheep special? She was a clone. She was. the well, What kind of clone? You get a little soft dick. <laughs> soft dick, yeah. She was the, we'll take that, though. She was the yes. first cloned animal. Oh, okay. I'm like, what do you mean? What kind of clone? I'm just adding different kinds of clones. Adding to your answer. She was the first clone. No, you just wanted to try to trip me up because I'm getting them right. No, I'm just trying to learn you a little bit. Shoot. All right. So she was the first cloned animal. Steve, yay or nay? Will our generalist Amy know this? I don't think so. I think think she's not old enough and it got out of the the news before she was old enough to know. That's good. That's a that's good, but I think she will know this one. I know she let me down on a banana seat, but like this sheep thing was big, and I feel like she'll know it. I want to say yay. It's up to you though. It's your game, Steve. Uh, I say she doesn't know. She does not know. Nay, on first cloned animal. Let's find out. B two. Well, it definitely wasn't her her chest. Um, Dolly the sheep. Could she talk? No, she was no. She's a clone. She's. A- Clone. That's absolutely oh, correct. I was about to say. Girl. Not just any clone. It was an effing clone. Oh. <laughs> it's going to kill us all. <laughs> Nikki, if you have more than one sheep, what are they called? Um, A flock. Sheep. It's also the plural Shoot. for sheep. All right. It's I knew that. Sheeps. Just, saying. just trying to help you out. All right, one apiece there. <laughs> Nick, back to you. Here we go. C1. If you like someone on Tinder, you swipe. All right, Nikki D, millennial question. If you like someone on Tinder, you swipe. Right? <laughs> Is it? I don't know. You get another soft thing for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which way you swipe on Tinder. I, I was never a Tinder user. I well, you swipe right or left. So you answer your, you answer your question, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Good. Right. <laughs> That's correct. Thank you. All right, right is what we're looking for. Nick, yay or nay, will Amy know right? Yay. Yay. She will know this one, too, as well, Nick. All right. She's a millennial. I know she's on Tinder. Yay on right. C2. This is actually one of the problems I had when I uh, when I, I started Tinder. I swiped a whole bunch. I swiped the wrong way, so I just undownloaded it. Is it left? Nope, it's oh. right. Okay, oh, yeah, it was oh, almost, I didn't think. Come on. Oh, this girl is driving me nuts. I got to tell you, I didn't know the answer. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have. You've been in a you committed relationship Tinder. before Tinder. I've I know. been married for 15 years, and I know that one. Oh. Yeah, you got some qu- answers to questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, Steve has got two. Nick has got one. No one has gotten one correct yet. That includes Nikki D. <laughs> 
Steve, the board is yours. Here we go, uh, D1. The crisscross, freeze, and Charlie Brown are all parts of this popular wedding reception dance song. That's a great question. A millennial question. The crisscross, freeze, and Charlie da- uh, Charlie, Charlie Brown are all parts of this popular wedding reception dance song, Nikki D. Uh, cha-cha now, y'all. Do, 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 do. The cha-cha slide. Cha-cha slide is correct. Ooh! Very good. I had to sing it. Steve, it will Amy, our journalist, know cha-cha slide? No. <laughs> Nay, I don't believe so. No. She will absolutely not on, know girl. the cha-cha slide. You don't think Come she's... On, Amy. Amy, no. She's not. She's you don't not think she's fun. been to a wedding? I don't think Amy's been anywhere. Wow. Except... She's, underscoring at wherever she works being she's a comedian a she tours the world and doesn't oh, she doesn't she even know it. how to swipe right. right no she doesn't know it so nay on cha-cha slide steve correct correct yeah, i thought it was the dance you thought what it was the chicken dance no sir cha-cha oh, slide chicken so, dance. Right. so nay on cha-cha on, slide let's find out d2 the cha-cha slide i'm so white we dance that at every wedding <laughs> that's absolutely okay. correct <laughs> Yeah, this girl is the worst. Oh, she didn't know it. So the important, the she important f- banana seed, but she knows the cha cha. She knows the cha cha slide. She says so the, the important thing to take away from what we're doing right now for the audience is you can win really cool stuff on this game and not get anything correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's great about the show. Like uh, it's no, those; these are not our tickets. We don't care. You can have them. All right. Uh, only got a couple left here. Let's see how many more you guys can get wrong. Oh, gosh. Nick, the next one is for you. Here it is. E1. Founded by Barry Gordy, this record label gave birth to acts like The Temptations and The Supremes. A boomer question. Uh, everybody should know this, though. Nikki D, founded by Barry Gordy. <sighs> this record label gave birth to acts like The Temptations and The Supremes. It's Motown. It is Motown. Nicely done. That's not the hard part. The hard part is Amy. Oh. Amy is so hard. Okay. Good bet Lord. She, bet she is. Will Amy know Motown? My gut wants to say yes. My brain says no. I think I should flip-flop it because I keep getting these two things wrong. I'm going to say yes. Yes. Nick? I'm going to say yay. I say nay. Oof. All right. <laughs> Somebody's gonna be right. Finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> Is that how we're playing this game now? <laughs> we don't care about the tickets. It's just a matter of somebody being right. <laughs> All right. Nick, locking what in? Yay or nay? I say nay. Nay on Motown. E2. Um, uh, um, Death Row Records. Oh my God. Motown is the okay. answer we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can not say death row records. I can't with her. Cannot. But she know the cha-cha slide. Oh, she's just trying to be funny. Uh, all right. Well, here's the deal. Steve, we're still in this game. Like, believe it or not, you get this one right, it's all tied up, and you leave it up to Nick uh, to make the decision here. So here's, which could be your last question, Steve. Here we go. F1. Come on. If you have a bunch of money, your pockets are on what? Now, this is a Gen Z question, right? If you have a bunch Whoa. of... Wow. I was going to say Nikki That's D. impressive. I knew that. I knew Swole. You did. Mm-hmm. I did not. Mm-hmm. It's slang. If you have a bunch of money in your pockets... If you have a bunch of money, your pockets are on what? Swole. 
I thought that was when you were jacked up from the gym. Well, it's part. It's from that though. You understand, like you swole as your body is all all puffed up, you know, with all the muscles. So your pockets are puffed You're, up, right? With all the money. All right. Well, that's a Gen Z question, there, Steve. Will Amy, our journalist, for generally speaking, no swole, yay or nay? Nay, no. <sighs> Come on, Amy. This is so hard. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm going to say yay just because Steve's great. she knew the cha-cha slide. All right. So you're going to say what? I'm going to say yay. All right. What do you want to lock in, Steve? Nikki D going against? Nay. Nay for the tie. <laughs> Let's find out. F2. Right, come on, Amy. Hmm. Okay. Stack? Swole. Oh, I like that. There you go. Good job, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Sweating here. <laughs> It's all tied up, three apiece. Oh, oh, no. Steve, you sit back, do a little kabuki on Nick. Nick, you got the power. You get this right, you got the four-pack of tickets for the Rolling Stones. If not, Steve will steal the game. Last question, and it's an audio question. It's a musical question. Music question. Here we go, G1. I'm packed and I'm holding. I'm smiling. She's living. She's golden. She lives for me. She lives for me. Ovation. Her motivation. She comes round and she goes down on me. All right. That, of course, Nikki D, is what band and what song? It's Motivation. By? The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. There you go. Nailed it. You want to try again? It's Motivation. Yep. By Green Day. Yep. There you go. Nailed it once again. How about Third Time's a Charm? Goes down on me. I'm I'm gonna stick with motivation because yep. that's what I heard. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's by um Aerosmith. Aerosmith. There you go. Nailed it again. All right. Of course, we're looking for Third Eye Blind and Semi Charmed Life. Gotta have both. <laughs> Gotta have both for the win. Nick, will Amy, our generalist, know Third Eye Blind and Semi Charmed Life? Nay. I'm going to say yay, and I'm going to tell you why, Nick. If you paid attention to the audio, she was singing along with Nelson as he was singing the song, which makes me think, unlike myself, she knows this song. Oof. So I'm going to say yay. Was that her or was that Steve? I thought that was Steve singing along. Oh, uh-huh. dang. What do you want to lock in, buddy? I say nay. Sticking with nay. Okay. Nick gets this right. He wins. If not, Steve is a happy man. I need to see Rolling Stones. Come on. <laughs> Nay on Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charmed Life, G2. It's, uh, is it the Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, no, it's not. It's uh, Third Eye Blind, Semi-Charmed Life. <laughs> That's absolutely oh, correct. No. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> I hate that broad. <laughs> I hate that broad. He oh, said. I told you, Nick. I told you she was singing along. She knew it. <laughs> Nick, you were a great player. Look, the bad news is you lost today. The good news is we've got four more days in this week, and we've got four more opportunities for you to win. So please call us back and play again, okay? All right. Thank you. All right, sir. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Nick's so defeated. (laughs) Steve, congratulations. Oh, my God. Woo-hoo. Four-pack of tickets, the Rolling Stones, Levi Stadium, Hackney Diamond Store, Wednesday, July 17th of 2024, courtesy of AEG. Nicely done, sir. I don't know really what you did, but you won. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put you on hold. Hang on. This was great. That was intense. That girl sucked.
I thought she was great. Yeah, she was great. <sighs> maybe she didn't suck. Maybe you sucked. No, don't, don't point she the was finger. So point the thumb. Confusing. Maybe, yeah, that's right. Don't what'd you say? Don't point the finger. Point the thumb. Oh, that's strong. You that's... don't say that's right. You <laughs> <laughs> know what he's saying. I just don't agree. <laughs> that's what us eyebrow bros do. You're right. <laughs> We're thumbers. <laughs> Comfortably thumb. Oh, that's really good. Thank you. <laughs> if you are a wrestling fan like myself, something big happened over the weekend. Hell has frozen over in the wrestling world. And if you're not, don't sweat it. Stick around because this is a lesson to be learned on a larger scale other than us wrestling nerds getting excited for a certain wrestler's comeback. I'll explain here in a minute. Hang on. Let's talk to Heather in Sacramento. Good morning to you, Heather. Hi, good morning. Uh, I see, and I believe you are the individual, one of the individuals that reached out to us over the holiday weekend that wants to help out with the BS Saves Christmas, huh? I am, yes. That's cool. So what you want to do? Uh, so we would like to donate. We've got six large buckets full of brand new clothes, purses, costume jewelry, um, a few games, a few coloring books, and so we'd like to donate all of that. That is amazing. And, yes. and we, who is we? Where do you work? So I own a local company. We're an estate uh, liquidation company, so with River City Estate Liquidators. Oh um, and we have a huge sale, and our client was super uh, gracious to let us donate what we can from it. So I've had my team and I picking out stuff over the weekend that would work for you guys. Heather, do you know how much I love what you do for a living? I love estate sales. Love. Do you? <laughs> oh my God, my wife and I are so addicted to estate oh. sales. I mean, it's sad because most of the time people have died, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah. you know, the upside is, you know, like you find Star Wars figures right. or knives mm-hmm. or guns or something cool. I don't know what you can buy. Uh, love, love estate sales. Anyway, all right. Well, Heather. Anything, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, we appreciate that. Can you drop them off at the broadcast Friday, December 8th, between 6 and 10 A at Fourscore Coffee House in Roseville? Yes, we can do that. Um, we actually have a sale that morning, so I'm going to try to get my whole team and I out there, drop them off, grab some coffee, and then head back to work. That is amazing, and that's what we're talking about. So we appreciate this, and, and I hope not only do does everybody else just stop by, and even if it's a gift card or a board game or a puzzle or one of the many things that we need all to benefit lost but not forgotten. Uh, but if you're a business like Heather and you listen to the program, this is a great opportunity, a great way to, to get involved. to get your team members, your coworkers, your peeps to, you know, say, hey, look, you know, we're going to do this with the BS and 98 Rock. Uh, when you come to work, throw this in and we'll take it out to the broadcast. We'll put you on air mm-hmm. and it'll be fun. And everybody can, you know, everybody wants to do something around the holidays. This is an easy way to do it and offer a great cause and a great organization. So, Heather, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Thank right. you. We'll see you on December 8th, okay? Sounds good. All right. All Have right. a good one. You too. Bye-bye. So, Did that make you breathe a little easier there? Yeah. you I know mean, you get all wound up about these things? Yeah, it's getting there. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's the first company that we've had, and I'm hoping everybody else. And I've seen that, you know, more people are going. Uh, there's a Facebook event at Listen to the BS. It's pinned to the top of our page. And I've, you know, I check it constantly. So I've been checking it throughout the show. And there's one more person and one more person and one more person. That's going. That's going. So outside of the stuff that we need, remember, you can win a big green egg package. Thanks to big green egg, of course. 
Uh, signed Mammoth Guitar, thanks to Wolfgang, of course. Uh, plenty of concert tickets. We have a signature hydrafacial, thanks to Enjoy Restored Health and Aesthetics. And more to come, just for you coming out and donating. you got to donate, though. Donate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like give, just bring a scarf or something. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. just think, you donate a scarf, you can win a signed guitar. Right. You know, that's just how it works. So, over the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, put on an event uh, for those that are not wrestling fans. It's called Survivor Series. And what they do is they team it up with an old pay-per-view event from back in the day called War Games, which the late, great Dusty Rhodes started. So, headlining this year, one of his sons, Cody Rhodes, who's a wrestler in WWE, and you take... Five dudes, five dudes, good guys versus bad guys. The big build-up lead-up was the return of Randy Orton, who's a big deal in the wrestling world. And uh, But they were doing it in Chicago at the Allstate Arena, and there is a wrestler that many people know or have heard of. His name is CM Punk. And he is, uh, he's been gone from professional wrestling. Yeah, he comes out to Living Color, Cult of Personality. Eight years ago, he walked out of WWE. He was the main guy. He held the championship, the world championship, for like a ridiculous amount of days, like almost 500 days. But they still had The Rock on his way out, and they had John Cena, and he never thought he got his due, Mm -hmm. rightfully so. He also was having some health issues, and he put what's called the Pipe Bomb promo together on national television where he not only broke the fourth wall but tore it down. Wrestling in reality, there's a gray area, right? Yes, it's scripted entertainment, but people are people and have feelings. It feels so real. Nikki went to her first event with my friend Bubba Ray, and she was like, oh, my God. (laughs) So, so, you know, I know, like, for the non-wrestling fan, you're like, oh, it's fake. And, yes, it's scripted sports entertainment, but people are still people, and people get upset Mm -hmm. with companies and business, and, and their real emotions come out more than ever because you have social media. CM Punk straight edge but always been one to say hey look this is crap and he literally walked away from his that company just left the business Dang. went into ufc for a couple fights didn't do well and uh and and then just kind of you know went underground mm-hmm. and but still people would chant his name that's how big of a deal he was he is the epitome of the anti-establishment you know another wrestler did that prior to him, which was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was supposed to lose to Brock Lesnar one night, do a job, as they call it to him, get squashed. He said, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing it. He walks out. He was the guy. (laughs) Actually, my friend Bubba Ray took his spot that night Mm -hmm. and did the job for him, never to be seen again. But what's best for business, what makes money, and what's best for the fans? CM Punk returns a year ago to a competing promotion called AEW. And it was the biggest pop, the loudest I've ever heard in arena in the wrestling world, uh, really almost any arena, when he came into that ring, his music played. People went crazy. Went nuts, Ooh. right? Because they wanted him back. I'm not even a wrestling fan. I just would have loved to be there for that. And it was really cool. <laughs> so he gets fired from that company because mm-hmm. he punches Luke Perry from 90210 Sun, and which is not his fault. It's It was a stupid altercation, but he just doesn't take crap from, from anybody. You know, it's not like he attacked the dude. So... Uh, so now he's out of a gig. Well, he's got so much baggage, let's call it baggage, uh, with WWE, no mm-hmm. one ever thought that he would go back to be asked to go back to that company. Right. He shows up at the end of the pay-per-view. 
Ooh, <laughs> did people and go crazy again? People went nuts. Dang. Right? Place, they're going off the air, and the place is the loudest that it had been all night. Dang. So this is his signature song, so when you hear this, right. people are going crazy. So I bring this up, and I tried to explain it for the non-wrestling fan. For the wrestling fan, you're like, yeah, duh. But for the non-wrestling fan, so you can follow along here. But this, the lesson to be learned here is there are certain people that transcend what they really are, or what they just are, I should say. Mm-hmm. He is more than that. He represents, you know, sticking up for what you believe in. Don't leave, well, it's kind of hypocritical to say don't leave money on the table, but if there's money to be made, make it. And what's best for business is what's best for business. And so, you know, you let kind of water under the bridge to bring them back. They're going to make so much money with him. Oh, right. Just it's, to merge alone. It's a, a ridiculous on the eyes and ears that the company is going to have uh, because they brought him back. Triple H, namely, brings him back. Who, by the way, those two had heat for years. Did not yeah. like each other. And now they're cool. But he's the boss. Well, for the most part, the boss, he brings them back on. Because he knows that's what's best for the fans. For business. So he puts the personal aside. Right. That's exactly. Good. That's good. You know, and, you know, it's it's very tough. And I've been in this situation personally in this business for people I wanted to work with or uh, didn't want to work with for personal reasons, wouldn't want to do it. And, I mean, there's a fine line, right? Like you have to outweigh the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. Or you have to weigh the pros and the cons. You say, okay, is, there, is, is the ROI worth the possible headache? Mm-hmm. You know, like my uh, ex-partner from back in Atlanta, he and I do not like each other at all. Mm-hmm. You know, we are two totally different people. But together, especially when he decides he wants to work, he's the greatest number two guy in the business. The problem is, is he hates being the number two guy. Sure. And that's not a status thing. It's just in this business, you have a host, you have co-host, you have producers, you have, everybody has a role. Mm-hmm. And together, you can't have two people throwing the ball to each other. Right, you can't have two quarterbacks on the field. Right, you know, and throwing it at each other it just doesn't work. So, like, I'm watching this, and I'm going, "This is a, this is a, like, not only is it exciting as a wrestling fan, but the the lesson to be learned here. I wish people would be able to see that, as you know, because it doesn't happen very often. Right, you know what I mean? It's like when a former NFL player has heat with a team, and he wants to be traded. He gets traded. His career starts to get to a point. And, you know, his original team is like, all right, you've got a year left. Because you were such a, you know, big deal to us at that time, we're going to bring you back on. Mm -hmm. That still happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's water under the bridge. Time heals. All that kind of stuff. Any chance the Gallagher brothers are wrestling fans? What, you want the Gallagher brothers? I would love to see Oasis. They were supposed to be the biggest band on the planet, and the two of them just hate each other so much. The guys from the Black Crows made up. So you want to hear a funny story about those guys? Uh-huh. Because they're, they're Atlanta guys. Yeah. So. Uh, the Black Crows, you mean? Yeah, the Black yeah, Crows. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So Chris Robinson and what's the other guy's name? Chris and. Oh, dang it. I don't know. I just know they're the Brothers Robinson. Okay. So the guitarist, mm-hmm. Robinson, he had started a new band and he came into my studio. And the last question I asked him before he left, I said. It's Chris Robinson. And, and what's the brother's name? Uh, Chris and who's the lead? He looked, he looked at the wrong thing. Rich Robinson. Rich. Chris, Chris and Rich. Okay, who's the lead singer? Chris. Chris. Right. Okay, so Rich Robinson is mm-hmm. who I'm talking about. He's in the studio. And I asked him. I said before he left, I go, "Do you have your brother's n- number in your cell phone?" He goes, "No, I deleted it years ago." 
Dang. Wow. Hardcore right there. But look what happened. Yes. They're back out on the road because mm-hmm. there's money to be made. Who would have ever thought Guns N' Roses? Right. Famously, the way they were imploded. Would have gotten back together. So much heat between Axel and Slash. Yes. So much heat. But the right people. Well, Duff had to eat. Got well, you know what I mean. Like, I, I think they're fine, but <laughs> the right people got in the right room to bring them mm-hmm. back together. Right, the money that those guys have made on this tour alone, incredible. It just outshadows probably anything that they made on tour prior. Mm-hmm. You know, without a doubt. Yes, and they sound great. At least I think they do. You know what I mean? So it's it's a it's very interesting. You know, trying to wrestling can teach you a lot of things. That's mm-hmm. why I still like it as a forty eight year old man. There's nothing wrong with that. It's and I say this all the time. It's the only medium that can mind f you on television and in person. In person, especially, like when you go, you're like, I'm going to watch a fake scripted event. This is not real. This is phony baloney. Mm-hmm. And you walk away going, I think that was real. I think it was <laughs> real. Like I'm so certain many of the things I saw was real. Yeah. Dope, y'all. Yeah, exactly. So, very cool. And it was a cool moment just in sports history. Like, you just want to watch the crowd reaction. Right. Like, I haven't seen anything like that since he came back to wrestling with AEW. Well, I haven't watched wrestling in 15 years, and I tell you what, I watched every damn Twitter post about it. I was, like, just enamored with it this weekend as it was happening. It's still the number one most trending thing on Twitter. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines, last-minute calls, comments, concerns. Anything on the text machine, we do it all in one segment now. 916-909-0985. Nikki D, what do you got? I'm going to tell you why a local Target was evacuated and what's been ailing dogs across the country. All right, get you all that here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. That's wild. I forgot I could show you what it looks like on my ring camera. That is wild. Neighbors are all decorated up. Right. Inflatables and all. Anyway, all right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys, heating and air. 530-Good Air. Nikki D. A local target was evacuated due to a Batman and not the superhero. 87. Police now say the man accused of attacking two staffers with a baseball bat has a violent history. A former Target employee was arrested after allegedly using a bat to destroy nearly $100,000 worth of property. They let him go. He was a former employee. They told him he was being fired. And instead of just leaving the building, like most people do when you're being fired, he took a bat and just went crazy. He started hitting uh, cash registers, busting out the glass where they have the little refrigerated areas in Target. 25-year-old Masio Benilia was arrested. They don't know how to handle it. Nope. Not at all. At all. But normally when you're that young getting fired from, like, Target, I, I didn't know people went too crazy about that. Yeah, I I don't know why pe- more people don't embrace getting fired. Like, I did. Getting fired is, like, I like, actually, I don't like it. It's, I've been fired a few times. so weird. It's, it, it, it gives, it's kind of like a rebirth. Like, you can start new, you mm-hmm. know? Because mm-hmm. you're going to be complacent a lot of times of what you're doing, and it takes being fired to, like, push you to move into another direction. Like you're being baptized. I wouldn't go that far. Like the like you just... I got to go too I can far. See what he's, I can see what he means by it, though. Wow. You get a clean, clean slate. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I've been fired, I felt like I... Whew, thank God. You never heard of baptism by fire? 
have. Baptism by firing. I have. And firing. By firing. Yeah. This guy took a, did he hit anybody? He didn't hit anybody. Nobody was, that here was locally? injured. This was here locally, a Target in Yuba City. Really? Mm-hmm. And he just beat up stuff in Target? Yeah, he just damaged property and, and stuff in the Target store. And now you're going to not jail. Not another person. Yeah, now he's going to jail, and you got to pay money for that, and you don't have a job right. on top of that. <laughs> well, think about this, too. He had to have been taken into an office to be fired. Uh-huh. And usually the sporting goods is in the back of the store. Oh, yeah. So in the office, I would assume, would be in the front of the store. So, so we had to walk all the way to the back of the store and get the bat. <laughs> yeah, That's a long haul to and do all that. not walking him out? Well, a lot of companies now don't always walk you out. I know the last job before the last, no, both of my last jobs I was fired from, they didn't walk me out. I, they just told me I was fired and I was free to go do whatever I wanted. I wasn't disgruntled. So, of course, I got my things eventually and I left, but I wasn't escorted out. Hey, when they fired me in Atlanta, I was like, well, how do you guys want to do this? And they're like, what are you talking about? I said, you got somebody to walk me out? And they were so terrified of me. And, and I, was, I was I was like, you know, you want my key file? Like, what do you guys want to do? How do you want to handle this? Because mm-hmm. like, I didn't have an office. I had a couple of like, like radio people have goofy things that they bring with them. Mm-hmm. Like I had blow up boxing gloves and, you know, like a megaphone. <laughs> like, like we, we don't, important stuff. Yeah, we don't have like pictures of our families and those little silver balls that you hit and a little no. Zen garden. We have stuff for bits and stuff for the show. So I was like, yeah, there's a box in the studio. It's got some blow-up gloves and a megaphone. And I need that. And I need that. And I, I think I was given. I gave you. A, did I give you a TV? You gave me a TV. I was like, I gotta finish giving Nikki a TV. It's like, <laughs> like, do you want to walk me out? <laughs> and they said no. They didn't know the guy. You remember the afternoon guy? Yeah. The guy that I got hired and then turned heel on me. He got fired and stayed there all day. He stayed there the entire day. <laughs> and he what? And when he got fired in the morning, he flipped out in the office. With the boss, like he threw papers and and he and he went berserk, and I remember walking by him in the hallway, and I was just like awkward. No, I, w- <laughs> I wanted to turn to him, and be like, "Good, <laughs> got everything he come to you, douche." <sighs> you know, so I'm glad you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been a rumble in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. I'll be like, "Stop! You're triggering me." <laughs> Doesn't work there in Georgia. It's nope, not the same. No. That's right. a different kind of trigger you're going to get. Exactly. Yeah. Second uh, headline. A dog illness mystery may be solved by vets. H8. Research may be able to determine what is causing a mystery dog illness that has sickened dogs across the country. Dozens of states have experienced extremely sick dogs, and it's starting with a cough. The dog will get a cough that will then turn into pneumonia, and several dozen dogs have actually passed away because they didn't know how to treat the illness. Well, now... Um, some doctors have de- uh, determined what this illness is. It's called, oh, Lord. Sword. <laughs> wow. Chloramophilonocal. Can't be. Let me okay? see. <laughs> Can't get right. Not a chance. <laughs> there is not a chance. <laughs> you had me at chlor- chlorma. Yeah, it's right there. What is what is that word? Chlorum. Chlora? Chlora? Mm-hmm. Chlorum, chlorum, chlorophocal, chlorophenocal. Okay, I said it better than that. Look, I'm trying to put you over. There's no need to turn this into <laughs> yeah, a competition. Right, yeah, why are you lashing out at him? Like, look. Well, okay, then you're on my side. Good, because I thought you were against me. Like, no, like if you were a spelling bee, you'd be spelling bee wrong. <laughs> All right, here you go. 
So they have an antibiotic now that they gave this collie who had it and it was able to actually save the dog's life. The dog was able to start back breathing normally again in a, uh, sorry, not a collie, a golden retriever. And the family's given so much credit, of course, to this doctor that was able to give out this antibiotic. Now, they're not sure that it's going to cure every dog that's experiencing this because this is a very heavy antibiotic that, that they gave the dog, but it seemed to work. And it's it's called something, it's like last resort. Or something that was in the last wow. resort antibiotic. Yeah, last like because it. it was in quotes, you know. So if your dog and and God, I hope this doesn't happen. Look, I'm a dog lover. I've got five small dogs. I've been through the process of having to let dogs go. You know, have them go over the rainbow bridge and all that stuff. Uh, it is the worst feeling. I mean, it's arguably more painful than going to someone's funeral. I mean, like a human being. It's mm. it's yeah. it's tough. Because you, you know, when I sat there, and this was during COVID, and thank God, our veterinarian at the time, we were friends with her. So she, you know, some some of the situations, they weren't letting you back in there. Oh. So, you know, we had to keep our masks on. But I'm on one knee, and I'm screaming, and I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just felt like such a failure that I had to do this to my dog, and I was a mess. God bless you. I was a mess. And, uh, but I have been in a situation with a dog where, we brought it back to life. It died and literally came back to life. And that feeling is, I mean, it, like you felt like you've experienced a miracle. So I can only imagine this family that went to this doctor mm-hmm. and saved their dog, especially right around the holidays, which just adds to the the heartstrings, right? Yep. That's pretty cool. In so. Oregon alone, they've had already more than 200 cases um, of dogs get, catching this illness. So well, that's tough. That's good. All right. Uh, The BS Saves Christmas, all the details like we've been mentioning on uh, our Facebook at Listen to the BS. It could be up on the station's website, too, carexq.net. I do not know. Uh, But I do know that there is a Facebook event uh, that you can say if you're going or not. We had a nice call from Heather with her estate sale company that's going to be collecting items and bringing it out to the big live broadcast Friday, December 8th at Fourscore Coffeehouse. Oh, you know what I didn't mention? We got time, right? Yeah. How yeah. Much time? I mean, you got time. I got time. Mention it. <laughs> mention it. So we started the show talking about Thanksgiving dinner at my house. Yes. Both you and Nelson came over. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did not get to mention, because we ran out of time, is, so listen to this. So towards the end of the night, Nikki and Nelson are leaving. Nikki's not feeling all that well. I understood. We packed up a bunch of food for them to take home for leftovers. And she, she tries to steal my lighters. Like, <laughs> that's right. First of all, when you say steal, let's make sure we clear this up for the people in the back. I did not steal it. I asked you to your face, can I have this? Pack. That is not stealing. But who does that? Who goes to someone's house for a free meal and then wants to leave by taking something of let's yours? Let's also be clear. I did not go to your house for a free meal. I brought food. Okay. Was the turkey? Did you bring the turkey? That's all I ate from you. Was your turkey? I stand corrected. Who goes to somebody's house for free turkey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Got you there. God. Walked yeah, right into that one. He wanted me to eat the turkey, so mm-hmm. cut it out. And 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 and, and <laughs> like, have you ever been to somebody's house and you walk? It was like she was shopping, mm-hmm. but with That's no exactly money. Exactly right. And walk around someone else's house and go. You know what? You've got like three TVs. You don't need this. Can I get one of those? So Mm -hmm. let me also make this clear. We are friends, okay? And I wouldn't just go to anybody's house and do this. I lived at that house. I don't care if it was only for two weeks. 
I live there. So it's kind of like my house too. So guess what? I see that you have a whole bunch of lighters. And because I know you as much as you may not want to give me credit for what I know about you, you have a lot of stuff and you have a lot of extra stuff. And your wife says, look what he found. And I look at it. I'm like, he always has some stuff. Let me see if I can get two of these lighters because I'm always in need of them for my candles. I hold it up. Boom. Can I have this? And you make a big deal out of it. I gave you lighters. You did, but you wouldn't give me the ones out of the pack. No, I gave you used ones. Right. You gave me used ones. Lightly used. And I'm glad you went on that little rant right there because I agree with you. You know? You do. Yeah, my house is your house because you did. You've lived there for for some time and, and you do help me out with the dogs. And so the city of Roseville sends me this bill each month. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. And I I think you should have more ownership of the house. I'm going to send you half. No, I don't think bill. I should have half. Right? I mean, that's, that's, that's ownership. You are the yeah. man of that, the house. You have that covered. Oh, no, okay? it's 2023. I, we are equal. Right. No, no, We no, no. are equal. I don't live there enough to be equal. We are equal. <laughs> we live in a world where it's 50-50. Dudes got vaginas and girls got ding-dings. And this is a different world we live in. No. You got to get with the program, All I boomer. asked for was two lighters. That's all I needed. And you have plenty Sealed. of them. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the lighters. I think they did have some. I actually use one of them to light my candles. <laughs> Why don't you just go mm-hmm. buy your own damn lighters? Because they were right there. I had right. one, but I knew mine was and getting free. low because when I did it the last time, it was flickering. So was my couch. Why didn't you take that? It was right there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I got to be careful letting her go over and watch the dogs or something. I'm going to come home and I'm going to be cleaned out. <laughs> no, I don't take things without permission. Mm. I don't steal. I ask. I ask. Mm-hmm. That water in the pool. You can drink that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see her in the back on the cameras with a straw. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the gas thing? Where you, uh, siphoning? Yeah, she's siphoning the water out of <laughs> the bucket. <laughs> All right. At Listen to the BS, give us a like, share, follow on YouTube at The Bailey Show. Subscribe, free of charge, of course. The Odyssey at TheBaileyShow.com or wherever you get your podcast. We have uh, the show that is put up there after each show is done at 10 a.m. And then we have a special podcast that we do released on Wednesdays called The BS Uncensored. Uh, you can uh, get that there as well. All right, Nikki D, got anything? I need to ask one more question real quick before we leave. Did you tell us the cool new prize that we're going to get for the thing? You can or is that tomorrow? Post that today. No. No. Oh, okay, okay, that's later. No, no, I'm no. like, did I have to get that? No, I didn't want to overdose on on new stuff. We oh. got the signature hydrofacial. Gotcha. But the thing from the rock band and the thing of the things, the thing, I got the thing. And I'll All talk right. About Are thing. you asking me my last closing remarks or you want text machine first? Oh, yeah, text machine quickly. I forgot about it. All right, you can now drink at Disney. Boom, that answers that question. It says septum piercings is the end thing, Nelson, so do nope. that. Capture nope. your youth. What's septum? That's the bull ring. In the middle in of the middle. nose. I don't want no, that. We're not doing that. No. No, no, no. And Michelle from Auburn says she will do the eyebrow piercing with you. All right. All three well, of Well, now the both of you, because now you're going to do it, too. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna hold you to that so hard. I'm going to get a butterfly. Mm-mm. Like yeah, it's landing. Gonna, like he's it's not going to do that. A landing on my eyebrow. Now he's oh, going too far. A little medallion. Yeah. <laughs> she get Rachel on tomorrow and ask her what she thinks. We should. She's probably going to be like... I think she likes those guys. It is hot. Give me an affliction shirt or something. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Spice up that bedroom action. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boom. Maybe get an extra 12 seconds in me. Mm -hmm. Make that lady happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, Nelson. Midlife crisis unite. There you go.
I think I already had mine. Yeah. You can relive yours. I'm going to do it again. I love I'm it. I'm going to be sad with you. I love that for you. <laughs> Misery loves no company. No reason to be sad. He's just going to be sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you're sad. Depression is a weapon tour. <laughs> That's what we're going on. <laughs> All right, Mickey's up next. Enjoy. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Thanks for joining. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Hey, bye! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.